the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Seems to work okay so far. Excellent. Hello. Hello, how you doing, mate? I'm chuffed. Ooh, but which meaning? As they say over uh, uh, on the other side of the pond. But can't chuffed mean both agitated and also proud? I don't know. The only context I've heard of it in, uh, used in is, uh, is, uh, out of my friends in Reading who said Chuffed is, uh, you know, proud of something. Essentially. Oh, okay. I first heard it as agitated. I think one of those words where, like, people didn't understand it and they went on using it, uh, incorrectly for so long that now it has two meanings. And which meaning is the original is lost to the mists of time. Well, I'm glad that you're proud of them. Yeah, and for God knows what reason, Zoom is still chopping the ends of your sentences to bits. <laughs> Probably because it's, I don't know. Well, no, it's not voice didn't hear Didn't, didn't hear Skype, Skype took over Zoom. Oh God! No, no, no! I'm, 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 I'm just kidding. But still, that, there always seems to be something, doesn't it? That'd be horrible. That'd be horrible. So, for what reason are you chuffed? Oh, there I am. Andrews, very loud. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, it adjusted, I guess. I didn't hear a ding dong uh, this uh, time. That's because that's because you were already on. I. Oh, I'll see. Hi. Hello. How is it going? Good, good. Erica says hello to everybody. Hi, Erica. Hi. We're, uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're, um, we're, we, uh, Nikki is not actually going to be able to join us tonight. Oh, no. Well, she's doing real life, actual, honest to God, bard stuff. What, she I has to rehearse or something? She's saying, yeah. no, it's, no, this was a gig. This is gig oh, nice. stuff. Yeah, so, uh, so that's, uh, that's kind of cool. Actually, actually, it's very cool. Mm. She's singing in front of genuine human beings rather than NPCs. Mm-hmm. And she's playing an instrument and, uh, and, uh, that beats out, uh, that beats out game time in every way, in my opinion. So. Yeah. I guess if it's character research, it's permissible. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Exactly that context. What you said. <laughs> um, so that, that, uh, so sadly, uh, we won't have her with us tonight, but, uh, I believe she's doing that. And, um, I was just telling, uh, I was just telling Trilobite, I'm all, I'm all, uh, chuffed, as in proud. Of, uh, of the fact that we we got a nice little feedback letter from the author 
of Get Out of Doge. Yes, we did. Awesome. So I, we'll, I, I, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be reading that tonight, and that'll be fun mm-hmm. and cool. I have not uh I have not gotten word from or heard from uh Blind Geek. Um I, I actually I don't remember the last email I got, but uh he uh he has been uh, updating things on Facebook so I know uh he's at least relatively safe. <laughs> so theoretically, he's still alive, and he, mm. may, he may even he may even join us tonight if his uh, if his calendar is accurate and and uh, and uh, he doesn't have bard stuff to do, real life bard mm. stuff to do. Maybe he's off doing rogue stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, because if he was off doing uh, rogue stuff <clears throat> as regularly as he does bard stuff, then. We might expect not to hear from him in a very, very long time. <laughs> Depending on how careful he is. <laughs> so how's everybody? Oh, you know what? I'm just doing monk stuff. You're still doing <laughs> monk stuff? <laughs> Ooh, because monk stuff's what you like doing. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. Uh, seriously, though, I'm... Just, overworked again, although I am getting a little bit of time this this weekend and uh, my partner and I are going to go see Spam a lot. Oh, slick. There's, there's a, a like a local repertory thing that the local Jewish community center does every summer and they've got it on for a month or so. So we're going to go to see that. I don't think Spam is kosher. Probably <laughs> not, but you know, uh, I'm not really sure what the Justification there is because I seem to recall that looking on the website for the for the thing that they do there and it's supposed to be of some interest to the to to the Jewish community the things that that they do and yet one thing that I did see and another one that I, that we wanted to go see but didn't get a a a chance to um, the Who's Tommy they they did once. And then they also did Lay Miss Rob. So, okay. God nice. bless you for saying Lay Miss Rob and not Lay Miz. Yeah. Because <laughs> Americans don't know how to say the phony <laughs> mi- I guess. Yeah, this thing's called Less Miserables. It's about this guy and. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a guy that ripped off a Krispy Kreme and the local <laughs> sheriff is after him because he stole a donut, something like that. I want to see that now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's Les Mis for the for the yeah. audio. Wait a minute. Although you you would have to you would have to resurrect uh, Jackie Gleason to play the cop. Ooh. Oh God. Or not. <laughs> Make it a combo, <laughs> a zombie. Uh... Oh. Because why not? You know why not. Sure. Lame is, yeah, that's kind of a, that's pretty damn lazy abbreviation. Although I can't blame people for certain theater abbreviations. Like, for example, Joseph oh, and the like Amazing Technicolor, Joseph and the mm-hmm. Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. All right, please. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, they got the, the, uh, folks that work on it anyway call it Joe's Coat. Okay. <laughs> nice. What was your example? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh no, no, I was uh, I was trying to beat you to a bit, like oh yeah, when they call it c- instead of cats. 
that yeah, that's that calls for medication. That does. Wow. Spam a lot. That's funny. I jumped in as a player on uh, um, on a campaign that uh, Thunderstep is running. Yeah. Uh, weekly, because prior to the move, a couple of months prior to the move, I was I I made the crazy uh, crazy assumption I'd be able to Thank run you. a campaign and move down here at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, got that that group got pretty far along, and then I had to kind of you know call it off and split and take care of my shit. And Thunderstep took over DMing duties in a in a whole new world of his own, which was fantastic. And uh, uh, getting my breath back, I was able to join. There's a reason for me saying this. And it's Spamalot connected. Here it is. Let me cut a long story short and just say, I rolled up a half-orc barbarian and his name is Guidelwamba. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Finally. All right, to help me out over here. Well, whose castle is this? This is the castle of a master, Guido Luamba. Ah, excellent. Hmm? I, I don't. I don't think. Uh, oh, I'm not sure, but I don't think anybody else, anybody in the group, once the character's name was spoken, actually recognized it, and I don't blame them for <laughs> oh. that. Oh, I knew exactly where it's from. <laughs> yes. yes. There are Absolutely. Certain, certain obscurities and obsessions that can be forgiven uh, if they're not <laughs> shared with the entire human race. Hey, Blind Geek, how you doing? Weird. Hey! Ah, yay! Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I am late. I brought lunch home and was like, oh, crap, I've got like five minutes to eat this. So I just figured rather than... Hmm. Yeah. So Nonsense. You have the entire evening to eat it. With your mic open. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's what I figured you would want. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, no, it's uh, ten after seven. That ain't late. Yeah. By the way, I'm digging Critical Role. I'm I'm only a few episodes in, but uh, I'm enjoying it. It's fun stuff. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. The, 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 I mean, you know, you, you're not missing a whole hell. All the people can do is sit there and make faces, and uh, on 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 a Twitch stream, and that's. Pretty much all they still do now. Uh, well, they're very good at it, but the audio was fine. You know, you, you get the story, yeah. you get the action, you get the DM style and stuff. I came across now. I do have one question though. Yes, sir. they talked in in, and you may not remember because this is episode like two. Um, but they talked about how the chat room was sending them vegan pizzas, and they were like, "Oh my god, you guys are so great!" And I'm thinking, are they really, literally getting? Pizzas delivered to to the Geek I didn't see the video, but I can tell you. I can tell. Wow. Yeah. How the hell? Because one of them said, "How are they getting our address?" And I didn't hear any response. (laughs) Well, but yeah, they 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 were able to do that very early on. Um, uh, very early on when they were like pushing to try and get a thousand subscribers. <laughs> um, you know, it, it was like any other Twitch stream. It was like, you know, we're, we're new. We're, we're get, trying to get known, hopefully entertaining people. And, you know, it clicked. But, uh, and, and, and also very early on, they had an address where you could send and, uh, 
literally send them gifts, packages of stuff. And they apparently did. And they were getting pizzas. holy crap, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, that that the policy there has to have changed because you know it's one hundred and thirty-four dollars a month to rent one hundred and fifty cubic feet of space, uh, storage space, just to keep stuff in. Um, yeah, I know this because I thought the truck rental was going to go over and we'd have to transfer if the house didn't close and all the rest of that stuff. Uh-huh. Right. But, um, oh, cool. I'm glad, to, I'm glad it's entertaining. And as you listen further along, you can, you can probably, you'll probably be able to tell me, I won't have to tell you, but you'll be, probably be able to tell me which cast member had to leave. But, um, yeah, sadly. But uh, that that will happen. Not, I hope it's not Gro- uh, Grog. I'm still getting the names down. Grog the Barbarian. That guy, or I don't know. I think his name's Grog. Drog. Grog. No, somewhere. Grog is correct. That's Travis. Grog. That's Travis Willingham, and uh, um, it's uh, he's, he, he's as good at. Why don't I shut up and let you tell me? I'm sorry. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious, and he kind of actually uh, he kind of reminds me of of. You trilobite in the way that you portray uh, Rogar, uh, not in a copycat kind of way. Just oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh worm! <laughs> and the other thing I love is the way that obviously that well they're all voice actors, but the GM in particular has a great knack for. Um, a coming for doing conversations on the fly, which I envy, and B, he has this just amazing repertoire of voices at his disposal for things like demons, spiders, and whatnot. It's fun. Yeah, well, on the bell curve, there got to be that group of people that are among the best, uh, yep. so that you can compare. And yeah, he's up there. I'm not. I mean, you know, I look at it, and I'm, I'm. I'm I'm not the least least bit jealous or anything, but you know. Uh, I just mean <sighs> that, <that's laughs> I mean, aside from the fact that he's ten times smarter than me, uh, uh twenty times more handsome, thirty years younger, we're practically the same person. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's also uh, at least he is he's been able for five for four or five years to maintain. If it's a persona, he's real good at maintaining it. Um, but it's it likely it's not a persona. Uh, he's just a genuinely nice person and uh, and very talented. Yeah, I'll be having a good time with it. It's, uh, I don't know if I'll ever be caught up because. Each one's 150 message or minutes there thereabouts, and I, good God, but uh, I'm having fun. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, didn't mean to sidetrack the entire. No like, worries. I gotta go rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure you bring some death sticks. With you. Yeah, I need to. I need to go back in time and move to Los Angeles, right? That's uh, yeah. I don't think I haven't thought that myself actually, but whatever. Yeah. Well, um, while you're thinking about that, I just put a a, a link in the in the uh, chat. Uh, apparently, uh, NASA sending another rover up to Mars in 2020, and you can go to a website to get your name put on it. Oh, nice! They've oh, got like, like over over a, a million and a quarter so far, and they give you 
like when you enter all your information, then you you can get a a like PDF boarding pass and stuff like that. It's oh my god, kind of neat. So that's excellent. I think they're taking names until September, from what, what it, from what the site was saying. I hope they're charging, right? They're charging to. Well, I mean, they're not going to actually send us, but uh, I mean, for just to have the names of, put, just to have the names put in the thing, right? It doesn't look like you just you put, you put in first name, last name, country, postal code, and your email. And your email is if you if you go in go on for other things, then you can get frequent flyer points. <laughs> which will, which will you know, and, and that will also allow you to send your name on future Mars missions. Oh my God! So, yeah, they should be charged. It should be the dot gov equivalent of a Kickstarter because you know uh, they need it. They need <laughs> it. They freaking need it. Yeah, we already have one of those to build the wall. Uh, that's right. You know, I, was, I was thinking about this. I'd be happy if we just sent some more people to the moon again to try and get fervor back. They're working uh, on it for, for NASA because it's been so oh cool. Uh, the, Ar- the Ar- Artemis project, from what I understand, the, there's the an Artemis project which is intending to get somebody up there by uh, twenty twenty. I think they're talking about like twenty twenty four, including the first woman on the moon. Yay! That's the Artemis project. Mm, this is cool. what happens when I watch old episodes of MythBusters. They were doing and, the whole de- they were doing the whole moon landing thing, and uh, I just thought, oh no. yeah, that old. And now that I actually think about that, I saw that on <laughs> on Reddit, so I should actually look and make sure that this is an actual thing. Unlike the moon landing, <laughs> I'm not listening to you. You're just trying to get under my. I'm not, I'm not listening to you. Okay, there's a YouTube video, so that's something else. So it's got to be real. <laughs> there was an, an, an older Artemis project I'm seeing Wikipedia page for was intended to put a self-supporting base on the moon by 2002, and we know how that happened, how yeah. that went. Yes. I, well, I'll tell you one thing. They get a helium, if they get a helium-3 reactor perfected, or at least yeah. on the board so that it's like, wait a minute, we, we actually... We could actually build this, and if they actually build one, uh, you bet your ass will be going back to the moon. Well, just, I mean, the people who went are now in their 70s. We need to get some yeah. new, you know. And I, I do know uh, that. Um, my friend, Stanley Kubrick is not in his 70s. Stanley Kubrick is dead. <laughs> I, I do know that uh, Jeff Bezos's space concern has a like lander that's supposed to be able to take so supplies of up there, so the idea would be we would send a bunch of su- supply stuff first, then send people, and uh, so and hopefully have, have establish a, a permanent presence. Yeah. Well, so, so supposedly, if they hadn't, uh, if they hadn't had, you know, um, uh, a political and social fire lit under their asses to get to the moon as soon as humanly possible in the '60s, right. they would have spent a hell of a lot more time engineering. And uh, those uh, those uh, rocket stages that just fell into the ocean, mm-hmm. they would have stuck a little more fuel in there so that the rocket stages could have been engineered to be put together to form a space station. Yeah. Well, isn't that, I mean, I mean not the like lower stages, but isn't that basically how they built Skylab? Like one of the uh, the like upper stages was used as the main compartment and or something like like that. Hopefully. 
I, I, I'll take I your word for it. I think you've done a hell of a lot more research on this than I have. I just remember <laughs> I somebody mean, saying, why been, did they waste all that show? Yeah. You know? It's been ages since I actually looked into it, but I thought that was part of the construction process. Let, let me yeah. look it up while I've got Google. Well, let me well it, I mean, you know, it just makes more sense. I mean, if they're going to send the things up anyway, then, then just a little, a little bit more boost, get them into some kind of orbit so that... Uh, yeah, makes you wonder why they never did. That. <laughs> Dude, I'm not feeling it right. Now. I'm I'm trying to. I'm on a pod. Stop it! Look, I I just I just enjoy going to the opposite extreme. I you know I I, I won't. We're I won't. on the moon right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all heads in a jar on the moon. Uh. No, I like going to the opposite extreme and listening to Hoagland talk about giant glass castles and shit like that. That's just fun. It's it's much more entertaining than listening to oh the shadow's not right here and this didn't fly and all the rest of the stuff about uh Hasselblad okay. camera would have picked up stars, wouldn't have picked up stars, you know, whatever. Speaking of, speaking of hoaxes, um and Capricorn one. Mm-hmm. Um who or what is Veronica Mars? That sounds familiar. It was a TV show. I never actually ended up watching it. It was a, a TV show starring Kirsten Bell. The first season, at 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 least, was she was a, a a teenage detective trying to find out who killed someone, and then like future seasons were just you know what happens after that. I okay. it is apparently highly re- regarded, but I never really watched. Yeah, I've never oh, okay. either. Heard good things, but just never got around to it. Too much other stuff. Something about maybe like a reporter or something like that, and I wasn't sure if it was an actual human being or what. Oh, let's okay. see. Merci. I know it has nothing to do with Mars. Veronica Mars. Like never know. It it it, it could be something like like uh, like the uh, the the Archie stuff, but it's in space. You got Veronica. <laughs> Veronica yeah, Mars. Was, oh, good God. Veronica so Mars and Betty, Jughead Betty Jupiter. Venus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the other thing that made me think of, and I, I knew that they weren't connected, but that was about it. It came up in a thing the other day, and I was like, I know I've heard that before, but uh, I don't know what it is. I mean, I could ask Google, but I prefer to I prefer how humans relay the information. Are, are we waiting for Nikki, or is Nikki not here? Tonight? Oh, Nikki's doing Bard stuff tonight. She's okay. actually got a gig, so she's singing and okay. playing an instrument in in like real life. With, and now that I have looked at people up, present, Veronica, Veronica Mars is an American teen noir mystery drama television series set in the fictional town of Neptune, California. Of course so, it is. Ha ha! Already, <laughs> yes. it was on the CW, so that tells you about that bit of it. And uh, so Veronica is that Mars, a Christian Network. Uh, no, it's it's the one that has all of the the it's it's basically genre television centralized right right now because all of the Arrowverse shows are, are, are on it. <clears throat> Riverdale's on it. I Zombie was on it. Uh, the I Vampire Diaries is, is on it right now. I think I think they, they they've got the, the last season of Supernatural. Hmm. So, well, so, I mean, Supernatural's been on CW before. Yeah, just, it was CW. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I was I was hopeful, and I thought you were saying it was the last season. But I guess there will be endless opportunities for mediocre white men. Okay. Oh, what Supernatural? Yeah, oh, I yeah. I think the the current season is supposed to be the last God. season, isn't it? I thought it was what? next season. 
I don't. I don't know. I don't care. I haven't if, watched any of it. If I wanted to see media, uh, oh wow, supernatural is pretty good, dude. Note, I would just look outside. <laughs> it's just bland, mediocre white men tooling around in uh, like mediocrely written quote unquote adventures. But you haven't. Okay. Yeah, because why would I waste my time? It gets really good after the twentieth season. Like. <laughs> I mean, I could just. You haven't seen it. How do you know? Because I have seen it. Oh, okay. Then I, yeah. I sit corrected. I just, yeah, I but... wouldn't, I wouldn't waste my time on like, you know, more than like ten episodes or whatever. You know, <laughs> mediocre white guys. <sighs> yeah, they're here. You're good. Veronica Mars is a student who progresses from high school to college while moonlighting as a private investigator on the, under the tutelage of her detective father. Oh, no, In each episode. Is a different show. In each episode, Veronica solves a different standalone case while working to solve a more complex mystery. Mm. So, yay. Built-in sub-threads. Okay. Yep. Very so, slick. not to keep derailing the Veronica Mars discussion. Um, I, I was, I, I, I was done, with, done with that. <laughs> uh, but in, in lieu of Nikki's absence, will we be playing D&D or are we, are we just... Is this a? Well, we got everybody else. I've got yeah. uh, I've got carte blanche to to. Uh, she said, uh, I think her exact quote was, "You can kill my character." Oh, or okay. something, or well, something, something similar to that. <laughs> or maybe. As I recall, we were pretty close to. We were going. I think we were about to have uh, at least fisticuffs and possible. Uh, oh, absolutely! So, so, so she's gonna, gonna gonna go try to get the amulet off of the giant scorpion, right? Well, that mm-hmm. oh, blind geek already did that. Or oh, okay. she's perfectly willing to. Uh, she's perfectly free to try, but I I can't go ahead and make that decision for her. I can only. Uh, okay, so we have, have her swing, We have uh, the amulet, though, right? No. Is, is that what you're saying? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> you, 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 okay. Bone steel was going tried. To tried was the operative word in that sentence. There, yes. Yeah, I almost cheated him out of his advantage by forgetting that uh, that Rogar right. was helping him. But oh, that was uh, that was the end of the last episode. But before that, we've got special feedback. Woo-hoo. Did anybody else have any updates or want to talk about the stuff that's been happening? Because I you know, I didn't ask Andros or. Huh? Or Trilobite. Trilobite, you're sounding better than you were last time because you were ill last time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, feeling much better. Thank you. Most excellent. Most excellent. Good deal. You said Beyond. you had a question that I cut you off from? I, yeah, but, you know, if we're on the precipice of feedback, which puts us on the precipice, <laughs> yeah, it'll wait. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll cut and paste well, it into, anyway. into the thing. Okay, I still Let's love see. It. I'll always say this out loud, no matter what episode it is. Control C. I think it's because I'm not coordinated enough to do it and speak at the same time. Control V. Did that give all of it? Looks like it did. I stuck it into Zoom chat. We heard back from. We uh, we heard back from the author of Get Out of Doge. Mm-hmm. Bear from uh, ursidice.com. Hooray! Yeah. So, uh, well, actually, yeah. Let me roll a d20. Let's see who gets to. Let's see who gets to read this. I mean, well, I'm gonna roll one. Everybody else can roll one too. Okay. 
I rolled a three. I rolled a five. I rolled, I rolled a four. I rolled a three. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> a <mighty> D16. <laughs> uh-huh. That kind of, seems kind of fitting because because uh, you DM'd it and uh, and did a superb job. By the way, thank you. Thank just, you. Just to reiterate, and uh, I think uh, if you've got it in your chat, please take it away. Feedback from uh, from Ursi Dice. Yes, as the prophecy has foretold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he doesn't open that way. All right, so this is from Bear Jones. Hmm, Jones, that sounds made up. <laughs> we can keep the moon. We can keep the moon conspiracy stuff out of this particular one. I kind of think this came from you. Okay. <laughs> so this is from Bear Jones, who writes, "Hi, folks. I just wanted to get in touch to say thanks for playing my game. Get out of Doge on your podcast." I only found out about it by chance when I was looking through the referral stats for my site, but I'm really glad I did. It sounded like a really fun session, and I loved hearing everyone taking on their fine doggo roles. It is intensely humbling <laughs> to have people want to play something that I've made, and an absolute delight to hear This part about writing RPGs is that it's a framework for the pure nonsense that only a group of friends can agree with another. Oh, God. Zoom chopped you up. It chopped you up after the word delight. I'm so sorry to say. <clears throat> uh, take two. The best part about writing RPGs is that it's a framework for the pure nonsense that only a group of friends can create together. So thank you for brightening my morning. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm putting out a mini RPG every month this year. Most of them are utter nonsense like this one. So if you ever fancy being crash test dummies for some silly RPG times, then please let me know. I'd be happy to send some your way. All the best. Bear. Well, thank you, Bear. Uh, thank you indeed. Thank you indeed. I, I couldn't help but notice that in the uh, in the email, and I don't know whether my phone did this or whether it was written like this in on his part. Crash test dummies was a link. And <laughs> I don't know if that was a link to a game because I would love to play a game wherein we play. Crash test dummies. I think that would be that has potential for some complete. Well, it and was... if it's not that, I may be making a new Quags game because Quags seems like it's the perfect <laughs> system for something like that. I think that used to be a game. I know it used to be a group. Yeah, I thought oh, it was a rock oh, yeah. group. That was part of the link for. Well, I'll keep my opinions to myself. But or a music group, whatever. Was it a link? Did you follow it? I did not. Okay. Um, wasn't a link I, in my email, but I can see where if you got scanned and it was looking mm-hmm. for links, it would have turned it into one. Yeah. Because I don't know what you got running, but uh, Whatever, no, all right. I'm curious. I'll see if I still have the email and I'll check it. But now- irregardless of that. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me kill you, sir. Don't make me kill you. <laughs> kill you. Blind geek, I've eaten sandwiches bigger than you. Uh, <laughs> he'll kill you with a Vulcan death grip. Oh no! I'm there sorry. Is, wait, there is no. You guys Nick, all hate me. I'm sorry. No, Nikki's not here. I gotta fill in for her and her character. <laughs> go, go ahead and say it, Blind Geek. There is. There's no Vulcan death grip. Thank you. Oh, Vulcan. I am um, much like the Moonland. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, before we completely forget to act like human beings. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a vicious killer attack dog, so you better be careful. 
Thank you very much, Bear. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for writing in. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, I, as I replied, I, I didn't put my reply in here, but I did uh, mention back that, uh, yeah, we got a long list of want-to-play games, but if it's coming from the author himself or herself, it kind of gets pushed a little uh, closer to the present on the calendar. So, you know, for sure, anything he's got going that he wants to hear either play-tested or demoed if he's, you know, already got it out there and it's been play tested. Um, right. please, by all means, send it along. Cause yeah, this was a blast. Like this one, yeah. Yeah, was this was a blast. Loved it. We are RPG test dummies. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're, I, I, I won't speak for everyone, but, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm a crash dummy. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, uh, at least I kind of felt like one. Uh, you know, it may be another two, maybe three weeks before I stop whining about having to move a house and drive when, you know, I was, I was playing on Sunday with a guy that like broke his hand and had to have metal pins put in it. Awesome. Ooh. He's a cyborg now. So I'm, well, yeah, his, his recovery time and the kind of shit he went through just from falling down and breaking his hand was, but uh, everything's relative. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm everything's saying. relative. I mean, it's a problem, you know, just because, like, other people have worse problems doesn't mean it wasn't a major disruption in your life. Yeah, or, or hurt like fucking all, <laughs> like hell. But, I, 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 yeah. So, also, uh, I don't think you've ever moved house before, have you? Oh, yeah, twice. Oh, okay. But, uh, the last time before, before the last, this last time was like 17 years ago. Uh, and I was. Yeah, if you're like 20 and you have two books and a can of beer, like it doesn't really count, you know? Yeah. I wish that were true. By the time, by the time I moved out of my first apartment, I already had more shit than anybody should have gathered together in one place. I do have a, I do have a, that's why, that's among the reasons why when I was cleaning up my basement, I found stuff like uh, Maximilian from Disney's Black Hole, the model, and my original Did Millennium he finally Falcon. Finally, help that poor doctor. <laughs> Spo- spoiler! Spoilers! <coughs> nah, I won't give any spoilers. Maximilian, help me! Exactly. Yes. I have a soft well, spot for that movie. I. He I sure gave. Actually, still pretty good. I watched it yeah. not too long ago. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He sure gave Doctor Durand an operation. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't like reading, apparently. No. <laughs> I gotta say, the sound design on that was pretty good. His blades sound pretty kick-ass when they're. Oh singing. yeah. I'm. I don't. Know, I, I actually like the 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 opening credits more the title. Yeah. Oh uh, yes. Music. I watched yeah. it just a couple years ago, and it's still actually a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you take it for what it is, it's a Disney vehicle, and it uh, was I whatever. Mean, you do have a few little tonal things in it, like you have all the the neat fun with Vincent and Bob at the shooting gallery, and all of all of all of all, all of that, and you know, and it's all nice and like playful, and then you have. Maximilian eviscerating Dr. Durant, and it's like, <laughs> uh, okay, this is certainly escalated. Yeah, this is for kids. <laughs> They're turning, and turning Kate, Dr. Kate, what's her name, into a, uh, trying to turn her into a, one of the robots. Yeah. Gruesome stuff. Mm. 
All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, you sure you still want to send any RPGs our way there, Bear? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm 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 very happy and proud that uh, a one shot was successfully run, and it took somebody of Trilovite's character to keep it under control and make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that and Bats. Bats is still on in the lineup for getting posted too. That hasn't been posted yet. So uh, that's yes. a fun one. Uh, Fiasco uh, game yes. is coming, coming your, what am I saying coming your way? It will already have posted. I'm talking to the audience. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Big Red Couch. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I was just thinking of that after I said it and I was like, missed opportunity. No, it's, uh, um, yeah, it will already have posted because I'm trying to get them up in a, in a kind of an order, uh, the order in which they've been waiting. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you've already heard that then. Thank you. Anyway, so that was, uh, that was excellent feedback to get. Thank you again, Bear. And, uh. Yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome, I gotta say. There's, um, there's some, uh, if there's more, uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't miss it because I've been keeping an eagle eye on my email and the email to send to if you want to write in for any reason, um, is, uh, is anum5 at gmail.com. Or, uh, or anim5 at anim5.com. Just Google gutter skypes. It'll take you to a big green page and you'll see on the right hand side where to send the email because most people have probably sent dozens and dozens of emails to adam5, mm-hmm. uh, because of the way I pronounce it and because of how easy it is to confuse. Adam5. <laughs> but Adam, isn't yours a reference to the venerable animation? File uh, animation file format from the Amiga. It is indeed well thought on, and thank you for the thank you for the historic callback. <laughs> it, it, it it is helpful to help uh, to to differentiate exactly what you said. My computer yes. insists on calling him Anime Five, which I find Ooh. as if I left off the E by accident. Yeah. <laughs> So he's I don't know where it gets that from, but that's that's what it does. He's very lively. <laughs> oh, now I remember. I came across another actual another. It was another actual play. Uh, an actual play. Uh, uh, Twitch stream, but I didn't actually see it on the Twitch stream. But I saw it in the YouTube. You know, uh, hand me down. Mm-hmm. Um. And what, I, what I'm actually trying to find is the name of the DM. Oh, bummer. Now what am I going to do? I, I can't. Now I can't remember what it That's was. It's a long name. I don't know what your parents are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. I'm bringing up YouTube just to see if I can search for it. Because I subscribed and stuff like that. Write a letter to Google. Dear Google. Telling them on approximately which dates you were looking at it. <laughs> Include a uh, $20 bill and a self-stamped or self-addressed stamped envelope. And uh, by law, they have to respond. That's right. It's, uh, they, they'll uh, incur a fine if they don't. Damn, I'm never going to find this. 
it's always it's always you know after I after uh, the mics go off and I post a show that I remember what it was I was talking about. I did some interviews with uh, he did some interviews with uh, Matt Mercer too. Mm. Crap comes up on my YouTube page every time I open it up and now it's not. Hey, well he's looking. Maybe you guys can help me out with a question. Mm-hmm. So I've heard a number of people who I assumed were sort of like, you know, troglodyte level, um, you know, like they've been exposed to the language, but don't actually speak it. They're just, you know, um, like a Crunch. neural network. No, a neural network, like very cleverly repeating sounds that they've heard in sequence with each other. You know, like how ah. most people don't actually speak whatever language they're, they're, they're native to. They're just like um, very cleverly putting together repetitions like of common I, sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, calling things like science fiction, horror, and stuff like that genre fiction. But then I heard you say it, and I know you can actually talk. So, <laughs> isn't everything a genre? Technically, I think. I mean, romance yeah. is a genre. Yeah. Uh, a, a hagiography, that's a genre. Um, anime, regrettably, is a genre. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, damn. Stuff like, stuff like that. But, um, so then when people say genre fiction, why do they use that term when you could just say science fiction and horror? I don't know. Well, it's at least when I've been using it, it's been sort of a, a, a shorthand for science fiction, horror, fantasy, superheroes, blah, blah, blah. And we so, don't just say like nerd stuff or. Well, people you might can see that too. People might use that if for something that's not mainstream or might be, you know, um, um, kind of, kind of cult interest. Yeah. Okay, but it is, it is legit. Like, oh like yeah, actual human beings use it. Mm-hmm. The actual word, yes, means pretty much category. Yeah. Or that's yeah, no, but I mean, like using it as that shorthand is a legit thing. Like actual human beings use that, not just people who don't know any better. I assume so. Well, I mean, I, I heard you. I mean, I I'm, I'm a real human like being. I think it sounds like it's in wider circulation for you. I I think like anything, they can uh, something can get kind of get overused and um, oh sure sure yeah. Next thing you but know, it's, it's not it's, just these like two ignorances. I heard it from. It's you know it's used. Hmm. It sounds like it's actually used in the world. I I believe some people would use that as a as a derision to say it's a something or other genre. Yeah, that was kind of how I how I heard it used, and I was like, oh, I don't know, dude. I think genre just means category. Isn't English confusing? I mean, language itself is confusing because, as um, Thor said in the new Star Wars movie, all mm. words are made up. Mm. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Oh, genre fiction actually has a Wikipedia page. Of course, it does. <laughs> also known as popular fiction. A term used in the book trade for fictional works written with the intent of fitting into a special, into a specifically literary, literary genre in order to appeal to readers and fans already familiar with that genre. Ah, see, that actually makes sense. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Merci beaucoup. You even have subgenres. Yeah, the main genres are crime, fantasy, romance, science fiction, Western inspiration. So it basically goes through all of them, but I, I guess it gets. So if you're specifically writing to fit into that. Genre. Then so you're writing you genre. Right. So, yeah. Vampire is probably a subgenre. 
yeah, that's that's probably why then it was used in a sort of denigrating fashion. Mm. Although these people, I think, kind of picked it up the way parrots do. Um, <laughs> the the actual people who really use it, um, you could use it, it to be like, oh yeah, it's not really that great. It's just genre fiction, you know. Okay, <laughs> figured if anyone knew it, like this group would probably know some of that stuff and like what's actually out in circulation and how people are really using it. Because yeah. I spend a lot of time around, don't generally talk about things like uh, books. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it sounds like it's, it sounds like it's somewhere along the lines of people misusing the word drone the way uh, the way it. Like, oh God, yes, like it's a found beast, of course. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everyone knows that. Yeah. That's that's how Obama was killing all those people <laughs> with bees. Oh he my expanded God. our bee sound program. <laughs> that's where all the bees went. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> gave their lives for the cause. <laughs> I think my, my trigger word for irritation is leverage, used as a verb. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that kind of stuff. Decades old. That's decades old. But yeah. Oh, but it's beautiful, isn't it? Oh man! It's like let's turn a bullshit buzzword from the business world into something that people actually think is real. And now it is, because well, billions because that's of what happens. Yeah. Because <laughs> the character evolved. from Battlefield Earth uses that quite a lot in that term, in that respect. Okay, well that, that legitimatizes it in my mind. <laughs> well, I, found, I found that guy up on the thing. Um God, what has Zoom got against Trilobite? What's going on here? Because they know that I know the truth, man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want me to be heard. They don't or, want me to get the signal out, man. Or he might be moving too far away from his microphone. <laughs> no, well, since the microphone's like, like looming like an ominous <laughs> monolith in my peripheral vision constantly. <laughs> An image which is not helped by the fact that it has a tiny, like, blood red light on one end. It's <laughs> oh, like God. exactly the color of an, uh, like an oxygen meter. Damn. When it's shining through your fingers. So it's just this, like, black monolith with, like, a red glow coming around the side, like, oh. Wow, that's not distracting at all. <laughs> no, not even a little. <laughs> wow, play pixel accurate uh, MMOs on with with that headset on it. You won't be uh, yeah. Wow. I might think it's a laser pointer. <laughs> oh God, I would love that. My cat would have gone berserk. <laughs> well, I count you lucky that the cat hasn't like made a leap for it while you've been. <laughs> <laughs> or, or am I assuming too much? Has the cat already made a leap for it while you were talking? No, he was the kind. He like he uh, enjoyed the laser pointer, but he knew what it was. Mm. So he would go over to it and touch it and look at me and be like, eh. "Like, hey, <laughs> can we can we play that cool game?" <laughs> oh, I see. There he, yeah. was, he, he was very smart for a cat. Oh yeah. Which meant he was still about as dumb as a bag of walnuts, but you know. Auntie Ed was uh, convinced that uh, Finsta got out of the house last night. Oh no! Oh Jesus! Yeah, and you know, it's a reasonable assumption. It wasn't. Uh, she couldn't find it anywhere. Now, 
even in the tiny house in New Jersey, it could find dozens of places to hide. They're freaky little creatures. They are. They're very good at that, yeah. And in a house this size, it's like, good luck. You're not going to find this cat. I I wasn't sure. I didn't know. You haven't escape-proofed it all yet, so... No, so, uh, and, and then this one at least doesn't come when you call it, so, you know. But yeah, it was just hiding and refusing to come out when it was called, so it could, you know, make her worry. Oh, that's when you shake the treats. Oh, she actually doesn't get treats. She gets, uh, fed regular canned food. Oh, okay. Brennan Lee Mulligan. Ah, I was going to ask, and in that time... And in that time, I was looking and I found Brennan Lee Mulligan, the 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 channel, or the, the YouTube channel, is uh, College Humor, or Dementia, or a sub, sub-series of College Humor called Dimension 20, and he ran some games, and I watched a couple of the first two, and I was like, this guy's, this guy's good. Nice. Uh, 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 to DM for it, and... Uh, I mean, good in terms of you want over the top. Holy shit! <laughs> you want absolutely fearless. I don't care what I look like. I don't care what I sound like. I don't care what you know, what. He's just very, very more, entertaining. More like a backhanded compliment. Well, yeah. I mean, his vocal range is uh, his vocal range is up there with Mercer's and and he's also in terms of just being animated at the table and engaging the players wow wow really really good but uh you know I don't want to play it up too much cuz people will go oh yeah he's okay but yeah that that's worth a look I'll put a link in the in the show notes to, for that one um uh, I thought I'd mentioned. I already stuck the link for the first episode in the in the um, Zoom chat because, as I know, all of you have just tons and tons and tons of spare time, including Blind Geek, to listen to even more stuff than you already are. Oh, that reminds me. Um, <laughs> a, <laughs> speaking of which, there's a new podcast by Bill Nye. If you're interested. Oh, cool! It's called Science Rules. Ah, uh, yes, he is. I miss that. Bill, Bill Nye is what? Oh, Bill Nye, the science guy, has a podcast now called Science Rules. Yeah. Yeah. I think I missed what Charlie White said. No, oh, he... just was, I was, uh, I was just <laughs> surprised. I was like, oh, he's still alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he may, uh, he, he may have gone back to it, uh, it, he probably went back to it just so he could get some money to pay off his debt, his gambling debts. <laughs> that was total bullshit that I made up the split second that has nothing to do with Bill Nye or his life. It was just fun to say. I was like, ooh, ooh, serve the gossip. Did no, there is no gossip. It's, it, that's total bullshit. I have no idea what. He went back to it because that's what he knows. He's what he's good at, good at and there's a resurgence of interest. Oh, he's he's probably still on about global warming, isn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we could get him on the gutter skype and you could debate him about the moon landing. 
That'd be fun. I'd actually pay to listen to that. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I guess if you want to see a trilobite eviscerated live before your eyes. Oh my god! It would. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, ignoring reality seems to be the path to success, and uh, lately, so yeah, whatever, you know. Um. Okay. So there's that. Uh huh. Okay. Well, all right. Um, we can we can uh, take a bio break here and uh, and dig in and and see what happened to the. We'll, we'll do a brief recap and see what happens to anybody tonight because <laughs> I haven't I haven't run any tests on this one. Mm. You may be done with this sucker in a matter of minutes, or bad things will happen. I have no idea. You may be done with us. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me. See you guys in a second, then. Okay, all right. Are we still here? I certainly hope I am. Okay, I was trying. I was like, I there was a a, a discussion going when I had to, to take off briefly. And I got back to total silence. Oh, sorry. I was just wondering. Was, yeah. We, this is bio break time before we dig okay. in and start rolling dice. So if you have a, if you uh, need to grab a drink, um, I think I'm good. All right. And as far as Bears games go, I've decided that I definitely want to play uh, on his 12 months of RPGs that he's doing there. Ooh. There's one called 25 percent of the time they work every time. I have I didn't explore the site. I had time enough to link to it, but I didn't actually go through the the site and see what else he's got. What's that one about? It is about uh, a uh, robotics company uh, party, basically, and everybody plays robots. And apparently, there are there is some party that's going to come in and well, some party, some group that's going to 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 try to disrupt the the uh, party. And of course, the, the 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 fun of it is is everything is done on on a D four, and you have a total success on 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 a, on a, on a one of them, and then the rest of them are varying degrees of uh, of uh, failure until you get to total failure, and there's a special malfunction table for that. <laughs> that sounds like it will be just absolutely glorious. I just love the fact that he's making use of a D four. Mm-hmm. Between that and the D twelve, I think. Well, let's see. That and the percentile dice yep. are pretty much the least used. Yeah, well, so I'm, that's excellent. The uh, a lot of the basic role playing stuff uses the percentiles. I I I know, hmm. and all the uh, road game stuff like Thousand Sons and uh, Colonial Gothic. Those use D D twelve. I remember all right. right family members, let's come together and try to leverage some synergies on this one. Okay. (laughs) No more Mr. Nice GM? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) No, there there was a sad surrender to that years ago. It's still just... It's all you can do. So all you can do is just sigh. You just... Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Human race is doomed. 
or when you when when you, when you or when you see someone use it one way and then you see someone correct them to the to an entirely different wrong form. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've seen um, that happen. Did I tell you guys about the Da Vinci Code? I don't um, think so. Okay, then it's please forgive the slight de- derailment. I think you might appreciate this. So, hanging out with some folks, we're getting ready to go do a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys, all work people, one of the guys is like, oh, Jesus, they're making a movie out of the, uh, what, what did he say? How did he put it? The Da Vinci Code. And they're putting Tom Hanks in it. And I'm like, oh, hey, dude, I think, is that, isn't that Da Vinci? And he looks at me with such pity and contempt. <laughs> G, come on, dude. There's no H. <laughs> I love people like that. <laughs> wow. He was probably still, still shaking. I'm going to go drown myself in the pool because nothing is ever going to top this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's moment in my life. He, he probably shook his head pondering that the next day as he went through the link uh, yeah. as he went throug the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he thought when he read about how America was really discovered by some guy named Amer- Amerigo Vespucci. <laughs> well, see, there's the fly in your uh, there's the fly in your question. You used the word when he read. That's true. <laughs> You're right. And, 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 and we all actually know Leif Garrett got there first. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. Uh, it's Americo Vespasai, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there's no H. <laughs> no, there's no H. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my Just God. The mixture of pity and contempt. <laughs> and if Da Vinci weren't goo in the dirt, he'd be going like a rotisserie. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So there's that. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I was just running down my checklist. I got my dice. I got my drink. Oh, there mm-hmm. you go. Session notes. I got my character. Hey. I got You're ready to roll. Right and here. we're wearing sunglasses. They were wearing oh, sunglasses, and it's a dark uh, out. That's it. right. Okay, uh, yeah, so, uh, when last the heroes met, um, a lot of stuff went on. Mm. I, I could, I could, I could, I could practically smell the smoke coming out of Blind Geek's ears. <laughs> that puzzle progressed. Because it, it was, yes, I don't I, I owe you an apology, man. No, you don't. No, you okay. don't. Listen, okay. it's like, I, 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 I do, I do, I did not, the last puzzle I put together wasn't exactly, uh, wasn't exactly, uh, uh, um, a Sudoku. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was kind of like, I have to do what to do what to get what to open where, what? Really? <laughs> Two levers, a pressure plate, four statues, a freaking well, what the hell? So, you and know. We have to be out here with the rope. And we gotta be out here with the rope and there's spikes coming oh, out of yeah. the walls. It's, it's kinda like, you know, alright, can, can you go over this and give me sp- dimensions? Cause I gotta build this in 3D before I figure this fucker out. 
So I don't blame you. Yeah, I was. I was. It, it, it did turn out to be much, much less complicated than uh, on the surface it would have appeared. But, uh, but it was still. Uh, anyway, yeah, you guys solved the puzzle. <laughs> there was no dog in the puzzle, but uh, you guys solved the puzzle, and uh, you were in the sub dungeon of, uh, of of Lord. Um, Crap, now I can't even remember his name. Oh, Hospinger. Hospinger. Uh, uh, trying to get out of this Lord circular chamber. Hospinger! Yep. And that, uh, that little, uh, <laughs> that little opening, that little one foot square opening that was in the side of the elevator shaft that was discovered by Bone Steel earlier, uh, in earlier sessions turned out to be more practical when you found through the puzzle that the wa- the wands it produced for you uh, allowed you to shrink down to eight mm-hmm. inches tall and that's where you guys are, are all now uh, you climbed up the rope after experimenting with the wands a little bit had some fun sang some songs sadly there was no ale drunk but you know there's time for that later uh, and uh, and uh, decided to proceed down this tunnel um after having uh, shrunk, uh, shrunk yourselves down, and when you reached the end of it, you saw there was a, uh, well, let's see, R O A S rodents of unusual, R rodents of unusual size, but it wasn't a rodent; it was a scorpion, and the scorpion had that amulet around its neck that had the concentric rings on it with the same colors as the uh, ones that appear on the wand. Um. Uh, even for a regular, it, it is not a regular scorpion, scorpion size, because even at eight inches, it would still come up to probably about your shins or your knee, uh, your waist height at best. Um, this one's much, much larger. It's, uh, its profile is something like 18 inches high and wide, and the, uh, the stone tunnel that you're in is only a foot square, so if it wanted to come after you, it would have to scrunch itself down. And tighten itself up, and it would have disad- it would have slowed movement and disadvantage on attack. So it pr- pretty much stays in uh, this wider space that you saw that it was in, um, which is something like a three foot square or three foot. You know, it's three foot square. It may go back a little bit further, but uh, it's too dark at the moment, and your attention is completely occupied by the fact that this killer uh, insectoid creature. Um, is blocking their way. Uh, Blind Geek very courageously attempted to get the amulet off of its neck, while Rogar equally courageously attempted to distract it with uh, spear jabs and shouts. And uh, sadly, uh, Blind Geek wasn't able to do it. However, that put both Blind Geek and uh, oh, I'm broken. Blind Geek, Bone Steel, and Rogar in direct melee con- uh, range against the creature, while uh, the rest of the folks are um, varying degrees of uh, uh, distance inside the tunnel, but uh, probably within 30 feet. And yeah, now it's time to roll initiative. Hey, let me get my character pulled up here, because I didn't want to do that while you were recapping, since my speech thing would be drowning you out. Hmm. Uh, let's see, Bone Steel. Level four, as he has been for, well, since... 2003? 
2003 or 4, I can't remember. I think it's been about a decade on 4. <laughs> As I recall, it was shortly after we became level 3, or just a bit before we became level 5. Mm. Yes, it's been over two years since we, uh, as we, that we've spent at level four. Good God! Oh, always something to whinge about. Well, <laughs> this is what I get for doing milestone progression. I like it. That works. Well, I'm not complaining. I just, I. Well, I am. <laughs> All right, initiative roll bonus is plus four. I don't even know if I've been adding that in. I think I. <laughs> Bone Steel's combat performance <laughs> skyrockets dramatically after tonight. Oh, this is what kind of game it's going to be. He discovers his stats. Plus, uh, yes. What plus four? Yeah, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a three. Okay. okay. At least I got it out of the way during the initiative. <laughs> well, you know, my rationalization is I'm so pissed at myself for blundering the attempt to take the amulet that I'm not... I'm not... Uh, I'm not thinking. At, I'm not at my best wit at the moment. Okay. Well, it's starting in alphabetical order. Argante, I already rolled four. She got a thirteen. Next down on the list is Bone Steel. He got a seven. Next down on the list is Crowthu. Crowthu, I rolled a six with a plus one. That's seven. Okay. So you and Bone Steel are uh, are uh, tied, except that Bone Steel's got a dex of four and Crowthu's got a dex of one. So. I'm gonna put Bone Steel just ahead of, just ahead of Crowthu in the list. These dice are aware they have 20 sides, right? <laughs> hey, hey guys, did you know there are numbers that have two digits on this die? Um, okay, mm. next, next after Crowthu, uh, Cuddy. Okay, I rolled a three with, with a five initiative, uh, let's make it an eight. Alrighty. Eight for Cuddy. And then, and finally, Rogar. In what is certain to be my highest roll of the night, a 15 grand total. 15, excellent. Excellent. Rogar. Sort of a cowardly and superstitious lot. And, uh, the scorpion actually came in at 9, so he'll be going, uh, he'll be going shortly after Argante. And, uh, there we have it. You're in melee, you're, uh, uh Bone Steel and Rogar are in uh adjacent to this creature in melee range and uh uh the rest of you folks are within thirty feet of it in various degrees of uh distance along the stone tunnel. Rogar, you're up. What would you like We're to still do? Shrunk, right? Because you are still eight inches tall. Because the roof is too too um short too close to Yeah, otherwise it'd be just chunky salsa in here. Right. Okay. It would be a very ugly. Sh- if you wanted to get big again, yeah. Even if you were in the three foot thing, you'd have a a very very uncomfortable Alice in Wonderland situation unless you're like as big as Rogar or or uh, Krothu, in which case you'd probably suffer severe injury. Rogar, brilliant tactician, says, "Bone steel, get the amulet." <laughs> About 20 minutes after Bone Steel has been trying to do this. <laughs> what do you think I've been trying to do, you sod? <laughs> Some sort of dance. To it. No! But you were distracting it. And, uh, what, then if you're not distracting it, and, um, I'll plunge forward with the spear, doing a couple quick darts here, 
trying to get at one of these things. Too many eyes. No. Oh, I'm here. Oh, we're here. I was just waiting for the roll. I was just waiting for the roll result. It went so dead silent, I assumed mm. it was a technical fault. Right. My apologies. <laughs> well, if we know anything about Zoom, I guess it's that it really cuts out background noise. Well, yeah, but, but uh, that's the thing with digital systems. You often have to put in some noise so that the human using it understands something's going on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that is a grand total of 17. 17 ah. hits. All right. And uh, that's a grand total of 11 damage then. 11 damage. Excellent. Okay. Next up uh, Next up after that is Argante. Argante, I think. She's got the... Uh, oh, yeah, she's got the Whisper. She's got the Ghost Whisper Dagger. So I'm going to go ahead and do an attack with that. Let's see if that hits. And, yeah, she pulls two whips, two of the daggers out of her bandolier. She rolls a natural one. You're welcome, Nikki. Hmm. Wow. That's, uh, that's, uh, foreboding. And, and, uh, actually manages to, uh, um, get a really nice tight pattern on two of them. Um, one bounces off of Rogar's shoulder. Uh, shoulder uh, pauldron, and the other bounces off of the same shoulder pauldron. So, dead solid accuracy for both daggers, but just not at the scorpion. And they uh, end up clattering to, uh, uh, clattering to what sounds like gravel down below before they, uh, turn into wisps of black smoke and zip their way back to her, mm-hmm. zip their way back to her, uh, holsters. In the meantime, she's going to go ahead and, and, uh, and give uh, bardic inspiration mm. to. Let's see. I think she's probably going to give it to uh, give it to Bone Steel, and, uh, and uh, uh, just a reminder: the bardic inspiration is uh, is a D6 that you can use to add to um, to uh, uh, an attack roll, a saving throw, or a skill check. Unless, unless she goes for combat inspiration. No, she'll just do the regular bardic inspiration. So you got a d6 to, to add to stuff. And that's the end of Argante's turn. Scorpion is up next. Alright. I'm gonna roll to see which one Scorpion goes for. Love uh, of God. Cereal! I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do, uh, B, R, B is uh, low numbers, R is high numbers, I'm rolling D20, if it's a 10 or over, that's not right. If it's an 11 or over, then it's Rogar. Let's see what happens here. It is, it's a 7, it's going to go after Bone Steel. It goes after Bone Steel with a claw attack. Eleven. It's got a plus four. It's a fifteen. 
15, uh, it looks like... barely misses. ...does not hit. Yeah, no, you've got an armor class of 16, so a claw attack, as it uh, snaps forward with one of its claws, it uh, it misses entirely as you duck deftly out of the way, having become familiar with a lot of its moves, just trying to get that amulet off. But this is a, uh, this is a scorpion, a very special mm-hmm. kind of scorpion, an oversized scorpion. It's got more than one attack. It's got another claw. It goes after you again. Uh, hell. 21. Oh dear. Okay, yeah, 21, mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess, yeah. hits. And, uh, alright. I'm just, <laughs> I let the dice decide, you dude. cereal when you should be playing games. He can eat as much, he can eat as much cereal as he wants. No, no, that was, you're right. That was me and it was a bag with crackers in it. Oh, all right. You're right. Luckily, on the on the, the damage die, he rolled a one, but it's a, so that's three points, three points of bludgeoning damage with the claw to uh, to uh, bone steel, and uh, uh, part of what also happens here is you are grappled because it has a successful attack with that claw, so bone steel is presently grappled. How many um, points of damage did the claw do? The claw did three points of damage because uh, I'll let you in on it. It does a, D, a D8 plus two, and it rolled a one. All right, well, small <coughs> favors. Yeah. Okay, so... So there's the claw. Um, uh, it's It's got you grappled in a claw, and rather than try and sting at you with its claw, uh, sting at you uh, while you're uh, held on to, it's just going to go ahead and go after Rogar with the, with the tail. And let's find out what it does in a quick spin around with you dangling from one of its claws as it goes after Rogar. Okay. Bone Steel has suddenly become an extremely well-crafted stop-motion maquette. (laughs) He's he's no longer crouched in front of the screen with the creature projected behind it. Is it a maquette? What's the proper name for those things? Anyway... Okay. Uh, animatronic, something rather. Uh, eleven does not. I'm guessing eleven does not get through uh, Rogar's armor. No, I'm able to fend it off, or maybe dance nimbly back. Okay. Yep. It uh, it darted that. Uh, it darted that massive. Well, in your particular present scale, that massive uh, stinging end of its tail towards your torso, but you managed to. Uh, get out of its way or bash it out of the way with your shield. So that was the scorpion. Next up is Cuddy. Yeah. Okay. That is those charcoal things that you use in a barbecue. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. The small brick, yeah. Oh, we could do this all day, but let's not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's time for Cuddy the Sailor Man. Cuddy the Sailor Man. I don't even smoke a pipe. Okay. Uh, get, what I'm going to do, let's see, uh, is, um, there, is there room to get past um, Rogar and Bone Steel and around the Scorpion? I would say yes, once you've left the tunnel. Yeah, they're okay. not fighting right up against the entrance. They're, uh, they're at least five, uh, the equivalent of... Uh, five feet away from the uh, from the entrance, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to spend a key point for a bonus action and use patient defense 
so I have the dodge uh, action available. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to move past the scorpion. So that was in case it tried to take an opportunity attack or something at me. Well, it wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't actually take an opportunity uh, attack unless you left its combat range. But oh, okay. So I, I entered its combat range and then moved around. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could run a circle yeah. around the thing oh. and, and get right up in melee range with it without having to worry about okay. disengage or oh, okay. dodge. I wasn't sure, so I don't have to spend a key point for defense. Then. You do I, not. I was, that's why I was thinking about doing that because I thought yeah. it was a much more dangerous maneuver. Okay. <clears throat> So I'm going to move. <laughs> Not that charging a giant scorpion is safe, particularly, but <laughs> well, more, more right. danger. Perfectly safe. Yes. Yes. Good. <laughs> I could use my bonus action for something more important. Then, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like buying a lottery ticket. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so I now you're, uh, have you're... my quarter staff. Can I ask you a question, real quick, about the quarter staff? Hang on a second. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you. Yeah. Like a penny staff. I can. Like a quarter quarter staff. I'm going to interrupt your turn. I I, I apologize. Okay. Rogar. Oh. Should have attacked with advantage. Ah. Because he went up first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if Bone Steel had been grappled, he still would not be incapacitated and could still attack. But even that hadn't happened yet. I did not allow Rogar to attack with advantage. No worries. I still made the attack, so I don't know if we even need to go back and do anything about it, do we? Okay, just roll a d20, see if you got a nat 20. Ah, yes. The elusive natural 20. Legends say it occurs 5% of the time. <laughs> 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 oh, how I wish, as unfortunate as it would be for everyone on the receiving end of my feed, that this was a video podcast, because after that comedic jewel, I just rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, that legendarily also happens 5% of the time. <laughs> Indeed, the universe is composed of opposites in tension. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, so no, I knew I, I was forgetting something. I was going to say that because of uh, Bone Steel distracting this thing, that's why I made the attack. That one is my original attack. Mm, okay, that's fine. Oh goodness, perfectly fine. What reminded me of it was the fact that I was about to tell Cuddy that since he's flanked and has two other. Uh, 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 party uh two other friendly party members like right in this thing's face he's got an advantage because of pack tactics and i thought wait a minute didn't rogar as well uh, cuddy i apologize please continue we'll resume your okay. turn so we're uh, are we saying i have the advantage in this you have advantage just as anyone else that's got somebody uh, okay. uh right okay. up in the Qu- face question i was gonna ask i never clarified um the quarter staff you remember in our uh previous adventure had been enhanced by the uh, Kua Toen or wh- whatever they were. Yes, um, they prayed over it for a full night to turn it into a somewhat magical weapon for 24 hours. Okay. Oh, it was a t- it was a 24 hour enhancement. Okay. Oh yeah, none of those enhancements were permanent. No. I-, I I was curious about that. It doesn't even have any sort of interesting visual effect that lingers on. <laughs> you can have an enchantment placed on it that if you like. 
I'll think about that. Or you okay. could be you could be using the uh, you could be using the bogwood staff that you bought from that fellow. That uh, particularly high quality, well polished, glowing wood bogwood oh. staff. Use both. Bogwood Do a wheeled core staffs. <laughs> yeah. I have a well. Let's see. Is is that one actually magical? There's uh, there are no magical properties to the boats to the to the core. Oh, but, but that one looks cooler. It does look cooler, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, we're definitely using the bogwood staff then. All right. Okay, so I'm packing. <laughs> I'm packing good. with the quarter staff. Excellent. Okay, and I rolled a three and a seventeen. Seventeen plus seven. I, I don't even know why I bother with these monsters. You guys are just gonna <laughs> chew the shit out. Yeah, it hits. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So that'll be a D8 plus 5, I think. Right. So total of 9. Uh, 9 so far with that attack. Right. You yep. uh, and also, I believe, have an opportunity for an unarmed strike here. Okay. Uh, with advantage also? Or is this, is this uh, all advantage? my attacks or just one? Okay. Nope. It's, it's pack tactics. If they can do it to you, you can do it to uh, them. Gosh. A 6 plus 7. Uh, 13, yes. Six plus, uh, oh, that's your attack roll, right. My I'm attack sorry. roll is a 13, yeah. 13 total, I'm sorry. No, that particular strike does miss. Okay, so I am also going to use uh, flurry, I want to spend a key point for flurry of blows. Okay, that would have been, I th- unless I'm forgetting entirely, that would have been on your, uh, on your, uh, your, uh, uh, your, your unarmed strike thing, but, uh, but it, it affords you two strikes instead of just one. So in this case, just make one more attack at advantage with a fist oh, oh, I see. The flurry uh, blows. Okay. I Unless I'm two. remembering it wrong, but I think that's the case. I'll, I'll go back and look okay, at it again. It's a two unarmed, atta- unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, make one more. Oh, I see. I see what you're oh, saying. Good. That would have been, it's either one or two for a bonus action if I spend a key point. Yeah, when gotcha. I say flurry, it confuses the shit out of me because I think flurry is at least three. But you know. I understand. Okay, yeah. that's better. Uh, so one more fist or 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 foot or whatever attack. Right, fourteen plus seven, twenty-one. Yeah. Oh, that hits. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I rolled an eight, so that's uh, thirteen. Uh, an eight on what? Eight, I rolled an eight on the damage die. So oh, the damage die for your unarmed strike is oh, a D4. Oh, shoot, oh, shoot, oh, you're right, it's a D4. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I like no the eight. No worries. It's probably okay. going to make a difference. You're still going to mop this fucker up. <laughs> okay. I rolled a two, so that's seven points. Seven points? Yep. See, you know, on your turn, you did 16... <coughs> Pardon me. Did 16 points of damage already. Holy crap. Okay. So that's... Uh, wait, you need 16... Wow. This, this, I believe the half-orc monk is widely regarded as the correct way to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am I am happy to be educated. Please go on. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, okay. So, Cuddy uh, whips around to the backside of this thing and uh, cracks some car- carapace uh, with uh, aplomb and skill and, uh, uh, for good measure, um, Brings an elbow into the thorax and uh, does a dent that would be tough for uh, your local auto shop to get out. <laughs> Next up is that was Cuddy. Next up is Bone Steel. 
Hey, am I? Am I on? Yes, you are. Um, I while am, you are grappled, that all that means I need the first thing I need to do, or the only thing I can do right now is to get ungrappled. Well, you can. You can use an action to try to get ungrappled, or you can try attacking the thing. All grappling does is turn your movement to zero. Oh, it does okay. not restrain you, but you can't okay. use your movement. Okay, action. then I'm going to try and get the amulet off of its neck <laughs> while it's grappling me with his claw. He just put That's me in. dedication, son. That's yep. right. I'm, uh, I'm afraid I can't give you advantage on. I can't give you advantage on uh, on this one. But it would just be a straight, a straight uh, I... sleight of hand roll. Okay, I will capitulate. Um, but I would like to point out that I would think he would be extremely distracted right now. What with um, all the he's holding, he's holding you in his claw, and uh, and he just, uh, um, yeah, he just did significant damage to you, but. You don't exactly, you, you can't exactly, okay. uh, once you, just make the straight dex roll and, and see if you, see if you can do it. We were out of combat. We were out of, uh, we weren't in combat, uh, uh, initiative when you made the first attempt. So it was okay. perfectly fine to allow the health action. But, um, you haven't got that in this particular okay. case. Uh, let me make sure I don't have a sleight of hand bonus here. You, it should be plus four, and if that was one of your skills, it might even be plus six. Yep, so sleight of hand, it's plus six. So yes. Hot diggity. Yeah, all right, here we go. And we got, well, it's better than a one. <laughs> got a six, so I rolled a 12. And you uh, reach out. Oh, wait, out. I've got my, wait, 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 hold the phone, hold the phone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've got the, you've got, uh, got bardic inspiration. Yes. And I rolled a five, so that's seventeen. There we go. There you go, seventeen to try and get that amulet off from around uh, this uh, this uh, scorpion's head region mm. or whatever, uh, and that does not actually do it. Oh, good what? God! What the hell? Okay. I'm sorry, it's a high DC to do this. Maybe it's basically gone. You're 8 inches tall, it's 18 inches tall. It's got this thing uh, around its neck. It's not like dangling loosely so that if it bobbed its head, it's going to fall off. It's freaking on there, dude. Sorry. Alright, I, I was. I'm not arguing. I'm no just, worries, no worries. You made the attempt, and uh, sorry. Dice said otherwise, but. Uh, um, Super glue, maybe. That was good, dude. No, what do you? Next what? time, I'm gonna come at the damn thing with my rapier and slice the fucker off. <laughs> slice its head off, and you'd, you know. Well, there's that. You'd you'd have the amulet. Uh, uh, no, um, I want to get this thing to grow big, break through the roof, and you know. Ah. We talked about that briefly last time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that'd be uh, that'd be gory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, disturbingly gory and fun. <laughs> Excellent. Um, all right, so that's uh, I think the only bonus action you could make use of here is uh, uh, the variations of cunning action. Um, but you're currently still grappled, so yes, that would be Bone Steel's turn. Um, valiant attempt. Next up is Crowthu. Go through. All right. 
I got two key points that I'm using. Ooh. Uh-huh. I got 3d6 in my dice cup, and it needs to make a strength save. Because I'm using Fist of Unbroken Air, assuming that I've got a path in there. Ooh. I'm sorry, and the DC on that is what? The DC on that is 13, I believe. DC strength is... Oh, key save DC, right, okay. DC 13. Let's see how it does. And I'm sorry, what kind of save was that? A strength. A strength save. It's strength It fails. By the strength save. It fails. It got an 11 total. All right. So 3d10 damage. And one of the dice is fine. Of all things. Okay, I have this... I have a 5 and a A2 and a die cocked just right that three different faces are... are Can we just re-roll that one? Oh, absolutely, sure. So I've got a total of seven so far. And that is an eight. So eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fifteen. Damn. And I can push it up to twenty feet away and knock it prone. Uh, Bone Steel, you may want to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. With a fist of unbroken air, um, like a compressed... A compressed gale of wind that bursts out of a ball of energy coming from uh, this uh, 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 monk, monk in a, an extremely solid and practiced stance blasts this creature for uh, for uh, all that much damage while smacking it further back into the chamber, and uh, and it finds that it's uh, it's on its thorax back. With his legs wiggling in the air, um, miraculously still holding on to uh, bone steel in one claw, but very, very the worse for wear. Krothu, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Basically, the uh, the uh, the order of operations here: bone steel, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I say, do you bloody well mind? It's like something out of the Void Conf test here. As uh, as it skids, as uh, the sound of it skidding along the gravel, uh, and um, and and other, it doesn't make any scorpion sounds of shock or surprise, uh, because uh, it doesn't know how to. However, uh, if you listen closely, if the entire party listens closely, you hear. A little bit further back, and Krothu manages to spy out into the darkness uh, with his uh, dark vision, and also actually, who is it? I think it's Cuddy. If you're wearing your uh, night vision goggles or dark vision goggles, then you too, um, as the scorpion went sailing past you, uh, uh, changing a, a focus and field of view, uh, see the outline of... Um, Similar legs uh, as the one that you're, uh, as the creature that you're fighting. Ah, there's but more of them. We need to get grown. It's some distance. It's some distance away. Okay. It's at least sixty feet away. Okay. And uh, and that was uh, and that was Crowthu's turn. Unless you, what are your, you get, uh, you have uh, movement enough. Or have you? Yeah, I think by now you, yeah, you've got movement enough to get uh, to get to this thing if you'd like to take on unar- an unarmed strike or two unarmed strike to the thing. 
Does that count as a... Does what I did count as a standard attack action? Uh, Fist of Unbroken Air, yeah. yeah. You just made an attack and... All you know, right, sure. I'll you got run a bonus up action. And, I'll run up and see if I can punch it in its thorax. See, do I get advantage or... In this... Actually, yeah, you do, because Bone Steel is still technically capable of stabbing this thing. Glorious. Well, there is a difference for you. One of the dice I rolled was a 1. The other one is a 19. Okay. 19 definitely hits. Yeah. Because that turns into a, a 23 total. And it's a D4. Find a D4. Here we go. Plus 4, right? Yep, your strength modifier. 4 plus 4 is 8. Eight points. Okay. Wow. Guess what number was left at the bottom Eight. of this sucker's list? The, uh, the 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 monk that just sent this uh, this creature sailing off against the gravel and back on its ass uh, uh, charges forward and doing a triple somersault. <laughs> yeah, brings between some sort of awesome yeah. leaping attack. Oh hell yeah! Over the gravel, a triple somersault, noting in the distance an additional. Uh, a creature that uh, is almost of exact same size and shape. Ah, no. On the second spin around, as you watch, we're doing slow mo here. In the second spin around of your somers- triple somersault, you get a better look and you see moving up in your vision. Oh yeah, it's another scorpion. Oh, yeah. uh, just before bringing both feet down and sinking nearly up to your knees in the abdomen <laughs> or thorax of this thing, as its legs curl tightly against its body, and uh, and it it, it moves. No more. It's a dead giant scorpion. Well done, Krothu. Hoorah! Mm-hmm. The uh, claw, uh, the claw is not opening automatically, but it's uh, very easy for Bone Steel to push it apart and just drop out of its grasp. Um, but we're going to remain in combat initiative order, and we're going to keep the same order as uh, Rogar Two spies that there's yet another one here in this chamber. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rogar, it's your go. The thing has been moving toward you guys, so you are within thirty feet of the creature. Okay, so letting out a cry of triumph at uh, the absolute devastation of our first bow, um, I'm going to uh, charge forward and uh, real quick. Bone steals out of that thing's claw, right? It doesn't have like a literal death grip on it. <laughs> oh, bone steel is. Uh, I'm going to assume bone steel is out of the dead creature's claw, unless bone steel okay. wanted to just dangle there. Bone steel, did you want to just dangle in its claw and uh, its dead body claw? Sometimes you want a nice relaxing dangle. Mm. Are you muted? Uh, I might be. Oh, there you go. Alright. Um. Uh, no, I'll get down. Okie doke. Then uh, I'll take up a position right next to uh, to Bone Steel, um, mm-hmm. so that we can be in basically the same position we were in the first time. It, it worked more or less well, making sure to leave some space here. Oh yes, it worked wonderfully. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. Making making sure to leave some space for our heavy fighters or our heavy hitters to get in between us. Excellent. 
Good I don't know deal. if there's such a thing as bracing for a charge, but uh, <clears throat> that's what I'm doing, whether it works mechanically or not. Well, that, well I guess technically as an action, bracing for a charge would be the dodge action, but... Uh, works for me. All right. Rogar is taking the dodge action. Anything that attacks him uh, after this, when it gets to be its turn, uh, that would be the other scorpion, it does so at disadvantage. Awesome. Okay, next up is Argante. Argante is um, I'm pissed off that she missed with the daggers. Charges forward another 15 feet. Uh, gets with an easy range. And how about using a dice? Huh? Uh, a D20. Here we go. Does a double throw at that second scorpion that appeared out of the darkness. <coughs> Nat 20. Thank you. You're welcome, Thanks. Nikki. Okay. So that's... uh. That's not, um, that's not 2d4, it's 4d4. Help me keep track of this. Crap, what? Okay, one. Well, when this happens. Alright. Three, that's better. And we double the dice on a, on a crit. Good, another three. And finally, a two. Nine plus her dex bonus, which is a three. Twelve. Twelve points of damage as she once again draws quickly out of that holster those two uh, ghost, ghost, uh, ghost daggers and uh, flings them at the second creature and does nine points of damage because they stick into the thorax. You note also that this creature as well has dangling uh, from uh, around its neck a uh, uh, an amulet of the exact same type that the first creature had. Ah. And she uh, she elects to give uh, inspiration this time to roll a d6. Let's find out. Who does she give it to? She gives it to the next person down on the list, which is Cuddy. Okay. Okay, Cuddy, you have a D6 to add. And that's uh, that's Argante's turn. Next up is the Scorpion. And closest in range to the Scorpion, uh, the, the, the second Scorpion that appeared, would be uh, Crothu. Going to go after Crothu with a claw attack. Get the D6 out of there, Adam. There we go. Claw attack on Crowthu as it skitters forward. Uh, 19, I'm guessing that hits. That, that hits, yes. Oh dear, alright. <clears throat> so it does. It does. Using real dice here, otherwise I'd, uh, alright. Where is it? There it is. Eight points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. On Crowthu. And, uh, you are grappled with that successful attack. So now, um, the, the extremely dangerous monk, um, is, uh, is, uh, stuck within the claw of this, uh, of this creature. Uh, not having anybody, oh, no, it's gonna use its full movement to get to, uh, Rogar and Bonesteel, the duo that brought down its friend. 
A low roll is going to be Bone Steel. A high roll on a D6 is going to be Rogar. It rolled a 6. It's going to use its Sting Attack and go after... Yeah, it's going to go after Rogar with the Sting Attack. I wonder if I kept track of did it do another Claw Attack. I can't remember. I don't think so, not yet. And it rolls an 8. Which uh, I'm pretty sure does not beat your armor class. No. So it tries its other claw to try and go after Rogar with its other claw. And this time it rolls... Oh, yeah. Okay. 22. Oof. Okay. So, uh... 22 is going to hit. Yes? And, um... Mm -hmm. Maybe you and I can cut a deal here. Vis-a-vis my dodge action. Um, actually, Damn, I do thank know, you. I don't thank know how you. it works. Is that expended on its first attack? Does it stick around? No, I no, no. It's an attack on you. You are taking the dodge action. That gave it disadvantage. Oh, awesome. You are taking the dodge action. That gave it disadvantage. So it's not just like the first attack against me. I don't think so. Well, even if it is the first attack against you, no, any attack against you, you take, you took. Sweet. I'm going to call it any attack. I'll go back and look it up. I would call it any attack. You took that action for a reason. One of the reasons it's, and that's anybody that comes after you either. It's like its primary use is for you to park yourself in a doorway and keep stuff from getting past you. Duly noted. Um, that's the way I understood it anyway. Uh, so the second, uh, at disadvantage, what it rolled was a six, so it did not get you. So, uh, that was its, uh, that was its claw attack. I think he knocked it down, because it was up there before. Knocked what down? Oh, thank you. Oh, I see. Okay, that was cat talk. Yeah, I think we may be talking. (laughs) I thought I muted it. Okay. No worries. No worries. Uh, so uh yeah that was the scorpions go it tried to it it uh, tried to claw attack on you it missed uh sting attack on you it missed <clears throat> and then uh its other claw attack sweet so uh all it has now is a is a monk that uh, a dangerous monk but it's got a monk in its claws and now it is Cuddy's turn okay so uh, what is that a plus 6 for damage I'm sorry, uh, plus six. For my, for my inspiration. No, she just did Bardic Inspiration, so Bardic it would be a plus six, plus six to add to your, uh, to your attack roll, to my uh, attack roll. skill check or a saving throw. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Um, do, do I have advantage? I'll run up to it. At this point, you actually do, yeah. Uh, Crowfield okay. may be, may be grappled, but is not restrained. Okay, so I'll use the boggy quarter staff. With a plus six hit, so that's the I rolled an eleven, and I have a seven plus six is yeah, that's that's probably hit thirteen. Was that twenty four? Oh, twenty four, sure as hell hits. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I rolled a five plus five, ten points of damage. Damn. And, and my um, bonus action, I kick it. Roll like thirteen plus seven is twenty. Thirteen uh, twenty hits, absolutely. Yes. Ooh, good. Four. That's nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. God 
Dang it. Yeah. <clears throat> the advantage thing really does help. I, the, the second die roll has often been miserable. Yeah, I keep forgetting that I gave you guys pack tactics, and I keep under whatever. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, and there it is. Yes, the uh, the 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 uh, second monk um, studying. It doesn't matter which temple they studied at; they're both deadly. And uh, you brought that stick around and did some exceptional uh, uh, cracking and whacking against mm-hmm. uh, the thorax and a couple of the legs on this sucker. It's now limping. I'm sorry. He's chopping that meat. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. completely. So uh, now you have an opportunity to, to take an unarmed strike or spend a key point for uh, two unarmed strikes, if you'd like. You don't have to. No, I already did. I already did my unarmed strike. Oh, did you? Yeah. Sorry, that's I what that it. last nine points was from. Okay, I was probably trying to do math while while you were. No. <laughs> <laughs> my mistake. Okay. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's Cuddy's go, and that did uh, significantly more damage to it. Bone steel, you're up. Okay. Um, do we hear any, do I hear any more? Uh, over the sound of the current combat, peering into the darkness as if it might help you hear better. Uh, listening carefully, no you don't. Okay. I am going to use a charge of my candy cane. Ooh. I've been <clears throat> fucking around with these guys. Alrighty. <laughs> so that'll be 4d4 plus 4. Yep. Three charges left. Just in time. Oh no, I keep forgetting. Like only eight, only eight days have gone by in game time. I was gonna, just in time to visit Santa next for next year's Christmas. <laughs> One, three. Three, so that's seven and four. Eleven points plus four is fifteen. Fifteen points of damage on this sucker. <laughs> the rogue <laughs> fed up with these things, <laughs> trying to run roughshod and just hanging around and not dying the way they're supposed to. Pulls that uh, can- killer, uh, Chris Kringle killer candy cane out and. <laughs> And um, the, the the delightful smell of eggnog, much as uh, much <laughs> the same kind you had when you first uh, first arrived. The delightful smell of eggnog mingling with the burning flesh smell of no, scorpion being scorpion roasted, being roasted alive. As, uh, as just the, like lobster. Who has the butter? <laughs> the damage whacks into the sucker. I apologize. You said it was what? Fifteen points. Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen points of damage. All right. Oh my God! So close. Take that, you filthy blackguard! <laughs> okay. Yeah. It. Uh, it's. It, it. It's leaning. It's. It's taking a knee and then a knee and a knee and a knee. It's taking four knees on one side. It's still trying and uh, gripping desperately to uh, to crow through in one claw. But uh, wow, this this sucker's had uh, two of its eyes pop pop uh, pop like a little explosive uh, snap it fireworks, uh, and it's uh, it's looking 
outrageously ragged right now. Next up is, and that was Bone Steel. Next up is Crowthu. You're in its claw, but you are allowed yes. to attack. Yes, a smooth motion to get my short sword and uh, dagger out with my. So I can do that with my dual wielding. Sure. Um, and let's see, first attack with the short sword. And that gets my bonus, and I have it an advantage right now, or am I? I'm going to call it yes because uh, uh, you very likely are flanked, and you've got uh, a, 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 yeah. <laughs> Back tactics. What'd you roll? Uh, well, my high roll was an eight, mm. so a total of twelve. No, I'm sorry, twelve missed. Nope. Okay, my dagger attack did not get the attack bonus. But I got a 16 on that one. 16 hits. That's a D... Dagger, I think, is a D6. Four? Is a dagger? Wait a minute. One yeah, D4 for the, dagger. Uh, the yeah. short sword is a D6. Short sword is a D6. Yeah, dagger is a okay, D4. one, so... I don't believe I get the damage bonus either, so... Boy, that's I'm kind sure. of a rip-off. Fighting... Okay, uh, 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 apparently I, I, I do get the... Bonus action effect with a different light book on the other hand. You don't add your ability modifier to the damage of the bonus attack unless your modifier is negative. So I so I, I would have gotten into the two-hit roll, but uh, I only do one point of damage. So be it. All right. Right, I'm a little bit missed at uh, you know being held in the claw of a giant scorpion. Yeah. Um, uh, slightly uh, prevents you from using the short sword as efficiently and skillfully as you'd like, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you still manage to plunge the dagger in uh, right about where uh, right about where the claw itself meets its arm, and it, it hurts nonetheless. But there yep. we go. So that was Krothu. Next up is Rogar. Okay, uh, moving over to where Krothu is held, um, I want to try uh, jamming my spear in there, and I shall use the dreaded principle, whose name shall not be uttered, <laughs> to try to pry this claw open, or at least maybe give Krothu some sort of <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, it took me a second. <laughs> I'm gonna try to help him out by like prying at the uh, at the claw here. Hmm. I don't know why it is. I always take a deep drink of something while you're talking. <laughs> and when I ask I for make a roll or stuff like baby. that, I guess so. Yeah, that's it. That's um, I'm so salty. Uh, okay, so you're you're uh, you're going to attempt to free Krothu from the claw of this creature. Mm-hmm. And do it with a uh, with a punch. What the hell do we call that? Let's just give it a let's call it an opposed strength check. You're essentially taking your action uh, to free him. So uh, yeah, it would be Sounds your like strength, your strength versus the uh, scorpion strength. 
And uh, for the listener, no, I haven't forgotten about Bill. He's widely, he's wisely been staying back. He's a tiny little burb, and this is a giant murder bus. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think could uh, snap him in half easily if it got uh, an accurate enough hit. All right. Well, uh, maybe I'm still helping out a little, because uh, that's just a grand total of a ten. Okay, and it rolled a and it rolled a, a total of fifteen. So, uh, sadly, in its desperation, regardless of how badly it looks physically, and believe me, it sure as hell does, it still manages to maintain its grip on that uh, deadly monk. So, uh, that was uh, that was Rogar, unless you'd like to make use of movement for any particular reason, or do you have a bonus action? Uh, no bonus actions currently. Can't think of how, like, movement would really help me out, so I'm just focusing on this. All right. Next up is Argante. Argante is uh, well. She's kind of happy that uh, she's kind of happy that the daggers work, but she, I think, she probably wants to get a little more hands on. Right, Nikki? You want to get right up close to this giant insectoid creature with the claws and the stinger? I thought I heard you say that. Yeah, okay. I can almost hear her agreeing voice. Like, get me in there! I want to stab this sucker. Yes, I, I could almost hear hear her sing that. So yeah, she she uh, makes use of her full movement to get within melee range of this thing, and attacks with her rapier with advantage. Uh, first roll is a three on the d20, not very good. Second roll is an eight, and her uh, her bonus eight. And uh, yeah, her total is a fifteen, and her second swing with the uh, with the rapier. Uh, still does not get through the armor class of this sucker. And she's so pissed off that she, she actually makes up a limerick on the spot that I don't have. Um, <laughs> and yet does not make use of his inspirational, uh, abilities to give out yet another. Argante, uh, that's filthy. <laughs> <laughs> and she spits and, and just, and just, uh, uh, slots the rapier and pulls the daggers again, shaking her head. God, I'm sorry, I should have done it X-Men style. Language? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Love all those X-Men movies they're coming out with. <laughs> Where's the D12? Where's the D12? Here it is. Okay, one through three, in alphabetical order. One through three, Argante. Four, five, six, uh, Krothu. Seven, eight, nine. Wait a minute, that doesn't work out. One through four, Argante. Six through, whatever. I'm splitting the twelve into three. It's Argante, Krothu, or Rogar, depending on where this number ends up. Splitting the twelve into four. It rolled a two. It's gonna go after Argante. Oh dear. It's got, uh, because if I didn't mention it, yeah, the scorpion is next. It rolls. On its first claw attack against Argante. 18, no, 20. Dirty 20. I think that hits. Bummer. Uh, sorry, Argante. And, uh, Argante and its other claw is grappled and takes... Eleven points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. On Argante. Wow. Not happy. Not happy. And now, uh, in, it, in both its claws, 
Um, well, it has a monk in one claw and a bard in the other. So, uh, um, bad news there. Uh, and then it's going to use uh, its uh, other claw attack. In the uh, claw that I'm in? No, it's no, you're right. It's not going to use its other claw attack. It's going to use its scorpion attack. <gasps> I was it's... already starting to laugh because I really thought you were going for it. Like, <laughs> that would have been funny. Together. That would have been Thank funny. No, you're right. It's holding on to you in a grapple, so it's going to use its stinger at Rogar. It rolls a nat 20. Ow. Crap. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. All right. <clears throat> we are Im- Im- immune to, it, to, it, to its poison right now. That oh, is a fact. Good. That is a fact. Where's my stinger? Where's my, where's my D10? Oh, there it is. Okay. And on uh, against Rogar, it does eight points of piercing damage. And uh, for a moment, you feel after the after the pain of just having been stuck with this thing with its uh, full force of its desperate uh, uh, flailing about, one accurate strike with that stinger. Um, pulsing through your veins, uh, the poison that might have, uh, that might have given, uh, caused you to take damage, but it does not because, as, uh, as, uh, Krothu pointed out, Hero's Feast, immune to poison. Yay. And it's still in effect. And, uh, and that was the Scorpion's go. Next up is, uh, Cuddy. Okay. Uh, alright. So quarter staff attack. Uh, ooh, natural twenty. Nice. Hot diggity. Hot diggity. Okay. Go. So let's see. What do I do for that? Is that Matt? What is? That's two d8s instead of one d8. Ooh. Okay. Uh, well, six and a one. Seven plus five is uh, Tw- uh, twelve. I think right. Twelve. Yes, yeah, twelve. Yeah, twelve. Uh, okay. 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. And rather and then, than uh, you wasting any key points, uh, I'll let you know now yeah. that uh, uh, you uh, rattle this thing so hard by bringing that in a classic uh, uh, kendo strike mm. overhead, Ooh. very simple but very powerful, right down onto its uh, onto its face and smash that sucker in so hard that... Uh, well, you smash its face into its thorax, causing ah. causing the amulet to just hit the gravel below it as it collapses, um, with uh, with a uh, monk and a bard in its claws, but no longer. Ah, stuck that's a good there. way to remove it. Excellent. Um, and uh, and it's a day because its legs, uh, well, half of its legs curl under it; the other half got broken in the in the melee. I see. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of the scorpion and, uh, the, the chamber that you're in now is quiet, though dark. And you, uh, both you and Krothu, if you're, uh, I'm assuming, Cuddy, that you're wearing the dark vision goggles? Yes. Okay, yeah, you, you and Krothu uh, realize that, uh, in, in reality, this, uh, this small stone chamber is, uh, is only three feet by four feet. Mm. 
Okay. Three feet around in two directions, and then four foot length. And that's it. Except for... Uh, except for a, a ramp going up. But I'm going to pause here now and let you folks decide what it is among you you want to do uh, looking around. Or not. Or catching your breaths. Is that it? Are we alone? Yeah, for the time so. being. I think we're all alone now. There doesn't seem to be <laughs> anyone around. Thank you. <laughs> Yep, total silence. What is there here? Because I'm guessing we can't, you know, actually see anything. Those of us without um, dark vision of any kind, low light vision or whatever they call it. And this, uh, Ar- this is well, the- Argante, I'll, I'll go ahead and take over for Nikki here and just say Argante brings up dancing lights and uh, oh, okay. moves them uh, equidistantly in, in a kind of a quad pattern. All right. Ooh, I think she's got a range of 60 feet or something like that. All right. Then I'm going to move up to the ramp and kind of like peer up there, sort of like uh, sniffing at it. No, Bill, not yet. Kind of like pushing him down, down the ramp or pushing him away from him. You say it's a ramp up? Yep, it's a ramp up from the gravel to uh, a kind of a level platform that takes up probably about the last foot or two of the chamber. And uh, from where uh, both you and uh, Krothu peering into the darkness can see a little bit better, but the the dancing lights illuminate enough of the chamber that uh, uh, you guys, along with Rogar, who is getting closer to it, sees a, a lever coming out of the floor of this of this uh, raised platform, and uh, and, a, and a big piece of parchment. Uh, oversized piece of parchment, a piece of parchment that is uh, probably uh, as as wide as you guys are tall, and a little bit taller. Um, well, it's a giant piece of parchment compared to yeah. what size you are, and okay. scribbled on it, in common, hastily, are the words, "Ain't this a hoot?" And then an H at the bottom of the page. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. Ain't it, though. Um, let's see. Uh, who has the amulet from the scorpion? As far as I know, nobody. Did anybody take it up? Yes, we picked them up. <laughs> who picked them up? Uh, I guess I got the... I picked up the one that I knocked off that last scorpion. Okay. Uh, bone steel there. Yeah, I mm. would have figured you'd have gotten the other one. Yeah. Okay, so could he... I'm sure bone he would steel. say so if he wasn't muted. <laughs> um, have we have we still or, got post? Or or, or or has he gone somewhere? I didn't know. Uh, he's back from refreshing his beverage by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if the same people who have the wands should also have the amulet, or not. Hmm, that's an interesting question. Mm. If only we had the input from. The thief in our party. Oh. No luck. Did we seriously? <laughs> I gotta go back to. Wait a minute. Let me look in the Zoom thing here. Oh no! Yeah, he doesn't say anything about being back. Okay, he's still I'll take he's a quick, like, still on the list. Myself here, then, real quick. I should be right back, though. All right, mm-hmm. no worries. No worries. Unless the same thing that happened to him happens we'll, to me. Yeah, we'll just sit here in the dark and. Wait. I guess. <laughs> 
all participants unmuted, so uh, <laughs> taint me. Okay. Oh, I didn't note. I'm going to refresh my beverage while between... Oh, I see. Okay. There we go. I didn't see that. I was looking at my tracker. Well, I hope I didn't miss anything. Sorry. I was trying to... I was trying to be a good gamer and... Let it was the Gutterscape's first TPK. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But we we, we we were wondering if you picked up the uh, amulet from the first Scorpion. Uh, well, not once it was dead, no. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Um, because I don't... Because there was no challenge. <laughs> no, we have enough charges left in the wands. I don't think I don't plan on keeping them handy. Well, we don't even know what the amulets do necessarily. They, for all we know, they 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 could have been wards to keep us from doing the grow shrink trick, like I was talking about. Well, or they could they could be keeping the scorpions enslaved to someone else. Hmm. Well, if you, the only thing you missed was the death of the second scorpion. Okay. Uh, I think, who was it? Cuddy? Cuddy, you're the one who yeah. finished it off, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, uh, Rogar and, um, Rogar, uh, uh, moving up a ramp that's in this small, in this chamber to, uh, to see, um, a lever sticking out of the, uh, out of the platform and a big note, uh, from Hospinger that says, uh, ain't this, Ain't this a hoot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that almost supports my enslaving the scorpions theory. It could, the amulet could be. Um, we'll force this sting rock you like a hurricane forever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should hold on to them just in case, and we oh, can always. Do something with them later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can write them in your inventory if you want. And I'm back. Okie dokie. If Owen Steele's not, not going to grab the one, I will go get it. All right, go ahead. I'll write down amulet here and then wonder what the hell that means months from now. Scorpion amulet. Maybe to call it to differentiate it from. Is that like the the uh, foreigner belt? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't do that when I take a drink. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <coughs> How am I supposed to know? <laughs> not the point. Okay, it is the point, I suppose, but that's still not the point. Sorry, I'm, I'm, no. I'm sorry. It's not entirely sorry, but I am sorry. <laughs> Nor should you be. Yeah. <sighs> Excellent. Because I won't lie, if we were actually in physical proximity, I would target the timing on that and say something as you... Anyway, yeah, yeah. just that. We were there. All right, so... Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Bill, you're in a... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Bill and I are going to make a slow circuit around this place, um, looking in every nook and cranny. Hmm. Uh, you see, uh, what you see is probably the remains of, um, the remains of some small creatures, insects, crickets, possibly, uh, maybe, a, uh, maybe a grub or two half eaten, 
uh, essentially what looks like might have might have been kept down here uh, to feed these uh, big scorpions. Uh, at your size, they're they're probably um, I don't know. They're probably carcasses uh, rotting uh, or fresh, uh, about the size of tipped over refrigerators. Mm. And uh, whatever scorpion droppings look like, and I don't know what the I don't know what that is, but uh, that's scattered about too. Um, but nothing else except for that lever sticking out of the, the the floor, and the ramp, and the note, and the rest of your party, and the dancing lights, which Argante renews after a minute. Yeah. Over at the at the lever, which. Bill sniffs at curiously and then like jumps back and decides a new challenger spreads <laughs> and begins performing an aggressive dance at it. <laughs> okay. I start heading up towards the platform and the lever myself. Yep, me too. <clears throat> I will follow. So what do you think? We should all be standing on the platform before someone tries moving the lever? I see no reason to exercise caution at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to start... <laughs> oh, God. I feel like this would be an aspect if we were playing... Unless someone stops me. Ah. <laughs> Is Argante with us? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Go ahead. So unless someone stops me, then I'm going to reach out and... Uh, Grab hold of said lever and or no. lever. Roga, no. Yes. <laughs> no. What do you say, Rogue? I'm I, Rogue and Roga. We need to make a business. I am saying I've already that... registered with Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. I'm Use saying... our promo code and no, sorry. <laughs> I'm saying that our prices are a bone steel. I'm saying that uh, this oh, could God. be an elevator of some sort, and we want to make sure it it would probably be better to make sure we are all on it in case it moves. Oh, we are on it. Yeah. Oh, I thought we weren't all... Oh, we That's are right. all on it. I'm but sorry. When That's we're all on it, he's going to grab it. I right. thought, okay, I'm, I didn't... I Just strike this whole damn... No problem. Okay. I like you wanna... the idea that it actually happened, and then Bone Seal just kind of looking around, one, two, three... Oh, <laughs> what happened to Stephen? Didn't we have a party member named Stephen? <laughs> yeah, he's over there. Unless he wants to inspect it and see if it's trapped. You know, that's an excellent idea. I think I will. Just thank you for that. Probably not a bad idea. Um, all right, I will look at the um, mechanism that connects the lever, mm. the lever to uh, this platform here. The shin bone. Sure. Go ahead and make an investigation check, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, my dice was an 8. I don't and remember. I think your, it's your 11. Your intelligence bonus is plus 1. You got a plus 1. In, oh, bonus, 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 1, 2, 3. Int plus 1, yeah. Oh, so, like a one. 9. It's 9. I thought it was plus 3, sorry. You're reasonably certain that... Uh, you're reasonably certain that it's not trapped. Hmm. Would feel a lot more reasonably certain if that was a better roll, but hey. Um, it looks fine to me. Mm-hmm. Let's give it a try. Take a quick look around. 
and uh, get the um, extremely irate Bill up on my shoulder where he kind of calms down after a few angry chirps and uh, then pull the lever. Platform rises into the ceiling and you're all instantly killed. (laughs) (laughs) There go three years of play and a departure of normal style. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many wonderful character types to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Adam chooses gore over narrative or story logic or anything like that. <laughs> uh, actually, once uh, once Rogar takes uh, takes hold of this lever and and pulls it uh, all the way over in its uh, opposite direction, uh, there is a very satisfying clunk click as it uh, locks into place, and you all of you, the entire party, feel under your feet a, a deep welling vibration and a rumbling. Uh, the audio of which is welling out from the tunnel that you just came through, the one-foot square tunnel, uh, that uh, could be coming from everywhere, anywhere, but uh, owing to the echoes, it's tough to tell, but it may be from below, as machinery starts shifting itself, weights roll in other directions, mm-hmm. steel grates against steel, and then there's a final satisfying... <laughs> And then total silence. I just realized I metagamed hardcore. There's no way I would know what the hell an elevator is. Elevators weren't invented till the 19th century. Who the and we got flying oh, dragons and all that's kinds of true. Things. <laughs> elevators. Yeah, you might not have. You might not have used the term elevator. Yeah, yeah. You could have just said raising and lowering platform. I mean, you all experienced one very, very recently, so. Oh, that's yeah. true. Okay, thank you for giving me that benefit of the. All right, moving on. Platforms that went up and down before, you know, Mr. Otis, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, yeah. For years, so, I thought it was a joke that I was nearly named Otis. I found out it was, in fact, my appearance had been serious. <laughs> right, so, uh, what was that? I don't know, but it was rather satisfying. <laughs> is there a, pas- a passage out from where we are, or it's not there? Not even crickets, because they're all dead. Uh, the only passage out of this three foot by four foot stone uh, enclosure uh, is Same is way the way you came in. Well, I heard some sounds from out that way. Maybe we should go look. If you uh, check the opening, I'll guard the doorway. Okay. So we're going to go back down the tunnel and have a look. Okay. Peering out from uh, the spot where you entered uh, with the ring bolt and the rope and the shaft that the uh, dining room went down in, you see that the giant uh, stone slab that was uh, in place to block off that shaft is actually still there. And uh, the the magical uh, torchlight that lit... What you could what you can see from where you are of the circular chamber, they're still lit. Um, going back to uh, I don't know what was it last year, the description of this particular thing that you went in, you'll recall or you won't uh, that there uh, among all the rest of the uh, crap that was down there, there was also a lever coming up out of the floor. Um, but uh, from this distance, you can't quite tell whether anything has changed. Maybe a little bit about that, but uh, it will take uh, 
it'll take closer inspection to find out. Well, there aren't a whole bunch of little bronze statues, are there? There are not. <laughs> okay. I still have mine. That's right. You still got your giraffe. That's right. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Cuddy pulls from his pack a beautifully carved bronze giraffe and says, Isn't this pretty? <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I can't right, say Mr. that he does. Um, <laughs> I can't say that he does that. It's just funny to think it. It is. Okay. <laughs> two so, hundred years from now, a very old man explained to a very young child, and that's why we celebrate Giraffe Day on the Oh, yep. So there it is. What do you folks want to do? So I guess someone should go check the other lever then. Yes. All right, all right. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Go through, we'll head down since the dark vision may be helpful. Mm. And if he happens to, like, slip, he's got that slow fall, so. Yeah. Not that it will help that much at this uh, at this size, but. Yes, and Rokar very helpfully says, don't forget to enlarge yourself. I don't have one of the ones. Someone else will have to do that. And we may want to save those charges anyway. Problem is, if we don't enlarge, it'll take us twenty-four hours to get across the room. If I if I recall, uh, it's Argante that had the shrink one, and Bone Steel that had the enlarge one, right? I believe yes. Okay. Uh, okay, Island. Yeah. I'm sorry. Twenty-four hours to do what? I was exaggerating. It's twenty-four oh, okay. hours to get across the room. <laughs> You're not microscopic. You are eight inches tall. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, then I'll save the chart. Wow, this mic got all the way down here. I'm sorry for, if there were any <coughs> noises. Um, all right. I'm going to... All right. Let's cross. Let's go over to the lever. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's... You can just enlarge one person and we could all yeah. kind of hang out on their shoulder or something. I'm assuming you've all come down the rope and you're in the large circular chamber now. Okay. Presently, you're all still eight inches tall, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. As far okay. as I know, yes. Okay, this uh, this massive lever, I mean, it's like, compared to co- compared to uh, the one you just threw, which was like probably the size of a toggle switch up, up in that, uh, up in that uh, scorpion box. It's uh, it's way way bigger. It's like you know full grown human size. Mm-hmm. So it looms above you a bit. So I'm not holding these charges. If anybody wants to be enlarged, let me know, and I'll make sure it's done post haste. All right, let's let's go ahead and do this. I, I told them make sure you enlarge yourself. No, I don't need the charges. Just talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Rogar, I'll enlarge you soon. Don't worry, I'll just put it on your bill. Where? Ooh. Okay, so oh. we want uh, we want to enlarge oh. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so do we all want to enlarge before one of us throws the switch? Or um, but I, we might have wanted to do only one in case we need to save charge. Okay. Fair enough. 
So grow me, and I'll. <laughs> Hopefully, the room doesn't fill with water and wash the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> He's already made it. That's true. Or has he? Okay, oh, I enlarge. Um, the. I am very. The okay. monk names get. Thank you. I should by now not have that problem, but I, I do. My the monk names. I don't know. It's it's two it's two half orc monks. I think you can be forgetting. Well actually I thought one of them was human. I'm a human. Yeah, which is a type of half orc. Well, <laughs> well, I'm the other half. Yeah. Well when you put it that way. <laughs> the other half. That's funny. Okay. <sighs> I I apologize. I missed the name. Which one uh which one gets enlarged? He never actually gave the name. Oh, Krothu, okay. Uh, Krothu, when, uh, when you, uh, go back to your full original, uh, uh full original height, uh, along with all the, everything you're wearing and all your equipment, um, you note, uh, from your point of view now, uh, gathered around your feet are eight inch tall versions of the, uh, the rest of your party. Uh, looking down, uh, before, uh, before even considering reaching out for the lever, you see two holes that have been revealed by slid, uh, slid, slid over bits of stone. Um, they're, uh, they're probably just a tiny bit bigger than thumb, thumb size. Uh, one has a purple ring around it and the other has a yellow ring around it. They are flat in the floor on either side of the lever. I kind of point towards them. Look at look at those those those. <laughs> Are they enlarged animal amulet size by any chance? Uh, if you uh, if if you uh, want to give it a try, you can go ahead. Well, we okay. uh, we Let's currently see. have one enlarged amulet since I was carrying one, and That's a true. smaller one since somebody else had one. That's ah. true. I guess I have the other one. You a boy who can do both. So does the enlarged amulet fit in one of these? Okay, leaning over just to to give it a try, um, taking hold of that amulet, which did, yes, in fact, grow with uh, grow with Krothu. Uh, it doesn't appear to fit in any particular way. In fact, it covers the hole completely without actually slotting into or fitting into or anything like that. Uh, it's 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 not exactly uh it's not exactly a, a a click and lock type of thing. It just right. seems to sit over the over the surface of it. But the the miniaturized one's way too small for the to cover the hole, right? Precisely what you said. Okay. Huh. And so pick the amulet back up. What happens if I press on the center of the amulet? No change. Okay. Was a thought. Are the amulets? Did amulets have a? a do the, the ring patterns differ in that? Like one, say the outer ring for one is purple, the other one is is is, is yellow, and so on. Uh, well, one ring is purple, one ring is yellow, but both amulets are identical. Okay. Hmm. 
there a way to look down into these holes and see what's... Yeah, I mean, peering down in it, uh, it looks like it goes on for, uh, I don't know, it could be a, it could be a, a foot, it could be a foot and a half. It's tough to tell, even in the torchlight and even with your uh, dark vision. You can't quite make out the bottom of it, but you know that it's, uh, while it's just, uh, the, the hole itself is just a little bit thicker than thumb size, um, it, uh, it goes down, uh, much further than just, uh, just as far as a digit could reach. You just don't know how much further. Yeah. So do we still want to throw the the, the uh, lever or figure out what these things are first? Hmm. We have a method of figuring out what it is. I would say we just throw the leather and see lever and see what happens. Lever, god damn it, and see what happens. Okay. Be in agreement. So I put my hand on the thing. Thumbs up from Ruger. <laughs> Big money, no whammy. <laughs> okay. I was worried about elevator. Crowthu <laughs> <laughs> takes a, a careful stance, um, trying not to step on the rest of his party. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and uh, pulls on the lever and feels that it gives just a little bit, but then meets a tactic, uh, tactically and an, an easily uh, an easily uh, discerned spot where it just won't move any further. It seems to be locked in in uh, its current position without being able to be thrown. You know, it's the easiest thing. You say Sorry. these holes are about thumb sized. A little bit bigger, yeah. Just yeah. how big are the how big across are the ones when they're full size? Uh, roughly, if not identically, the same width uh, or diameter as those holes. Time to grow up, people. Mm-hmm. All right, I. <clears throat> Here we go. That familiar uh, magnesium flash of light and uh, bolt of energy from the purple wand uh, envelops each and every party member that you pointed at. Is it everyone? Yeah. At a time, yeah, and uh, and brings uh, everyone back to their original height, um, uh, along with uh, clothing and equipment. Um, All right, there we go. Now everybody's back to full size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and the rogue uh, is restored as well. Argante, uh, Argante's just um, Argante's making notes on the uh, next uh, series of songs that she's going to include in her next set, regarding this whole <laughs> shenanigans. Um, also, uh, uh, Argante uh, uh, hands over the wand to uh, to Crowthu. So, shall we assume that the yellow one goes in the yellow hole and the purple one goes in the purple hole? Sure. I'm colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Why are we laughing? What if it's true? Ah. 
that would that would have made experimenting with the ones very interesting. <laughs> okay, so. I guess same same color. I'm, I'm assuming the action tips down. Mm. Once we've done that, does the lever pull? Okay, inserting the yellow wand <laughs> into the yellow uh, hole in the floor and the purple wand into the purple hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, the rings that are around those holes start to glow slightly, pulse a little bit, and the both of the wands descend um, into the, the tiny little thumb-sized shafts that were pushed into slowly until there's another audible click. Mm. And uh, once Crowthu takes hold of that uh, lever and pulls it, it gives completely all the way and switches over to its opposite side. And Ooh. then you hear more deep grumbling. Some vibration. Uh, a very heavy vibration now because you're right near where it happened as opposed to up in that little scorpion chamber. And the dinner table with uh, what... Actually, no, the dinner table disappeared along with the feast. The only thing that's in the room now, aside from the magical torches and the pile of dirt that was the dirt golem and uh, its pipe, Mm. And your beds. That's the only thing remaining in the chamber. The platform that the feast was on is clear. Because, uh, yeah, I think a, a hero's feast disappears after it's consumed. Anyway, that platform begins vibrating and starts very slowly rising up out of the floor. It's the exact same shape as the shaft that uh, is above it that it came down through. Let's go. Yeah. Third chap. Move along home. You also hear, uh. Heal. Yep. You, you, you also hear, um, the, the uh, uh, a reprise of, uh, of the, uh, inchworm song echoing <laughs> around the chamber. Uh, the laughter of what may or may not have been, uh, Lady Hospinger in a kind of a ghostly echo. Uh, almost recorded, just like her ghost form. Mm. Um, as the uh, as the platform you're standing on, much much more slowly than it descended, because it descended like a falling freaking trap. Um, but uh, moving a foot at a time, higher up into the shaft. Um, but you uh, you also notice as you're uh, ascending that. Uh, that slab that was slid over in the way to keep anyone from climbing out hasn't moved yet. Mm. And you get closer, and the platform starts to uh, rise a little bit more quickly. The walls are sliding down past it. It's uh, vibrating a little more rapidly under your feet. It's uh, almost worth making a... An acrobatics check to see if you can hold your feet, but I'm not going to bother with that because there's a ceiling oh, coming on, down I towards your head. And it's just until you're about uh, um, 10 to 15 feet away from the thing that it starts rumbling and sliding out of the way as further laughter from Lady Hospinger uh, echoes more through this elevator shaft, and it's completely clear 
uh, doesn't appear as if uh, this platform is going to mash you as a final. Okay. Ha-ha. I rise, um, smooth and cool, kind of brushing myself off as if I absolute, mm. as if I had not ducked in an absolute panic. <laughs> yeah, you, you just saved, saved me from uh, trying to use a, a 7D10 fist of unbroken air on it. Seriously. <laughs> and as a platform... <laughs> And as the, as the platform uh, continues uh, uh, to ascend through this shaft, uh, you note uh, those those with dark vision anyway, and Argante trying to assist a little bit, and keeping um, dancing lights uh, as high up as she can to illuminate where uh, the shaft is, uh, where the uh, platform's heading. You begin to note that uh, that uh, that room that you had your uh, meeting with Hospinger in the dinner room or dinner trap. Uh, is becoming more and more discernible, um, recognizable, and yep, yeah, that's where we were, that's where we, but it stops, the platform actually stops probably 20 feet below that and clicks mm. into place and locks and all machinery from the sound of the grinding and the rolling of weights behind the walls, um, grinds to a halt and then total silence as a section of wall moves aside, revealing a wooden door. Hmm. It's, uh, it's solid wood. It's got some iron banding on it. Um, uh, almost cliche, uh, um, wrought iron hinges in the curlicue style or the sideways fleur-de-lis style that you see on so many doors. And it also has a kind of a window in it with bars over it, like a speakeasy slot. Only there's no wood behind it. It's just open. So the door itself is closed, but that little uh, that little small window up towards the top of it is uh, not obstructed in any way. It's just got bars in front of it. Mm. And uh, and uh, there's now total silence. So you're about 20 feet below the room that you were in uh, on a locked platform that stopped where it is and a doorway in the wall. Right, moving up to the doorway in the wall. No glut, no gluts, yeah. no gory. Good. Uh, <laughs> moving up to the doorway in the wall, and rather than peer through the opening, I knock <laughs> on it, just out of pure instinct. Mm. There's a slight, uh, there's a slight hollow echo uh, throughout the the. the Elevator shaft that you're in. See, I can say elevator. Anybody mm. can say elevator. Let's say it together. Elevator. 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 Heard the elevator podcast. <laughs> this is where they went to worship the the great god Elevator. Elevator, exactly. In the elevatorium. There's a, there's a, there's a hollow sound of there's a hollow sound of a kind of a, a smaller a smaller set of echoes that uh, are coming vaguely from the other side of the door, and then a kind of muffled. Hmm? 
Someone's there. Mm. Shall I? Shall I try opening the door? <laughs> yes. Okay, that you, plan. you try opening the uh, door. We'll be ready with, with weapons just in case it's a fake out. I like this. Try just opening the door. Taking hold of the latch on the door, or rather the lever, um, you discover that it is locked. It's got an almost pedestrian look to it. I mean, it looks like a, a thumb press lever and a, a keyhole above. Uh, uh, Bone steel. You're a, I think this is your specialty. All right, well, I was going to suggest you just break the damn thing down, but uh, yes, I will. I will do this. Now, I have thieves' tools. Do they Absolutely. Give me, do they give me advantage in lockpicking? How does this work? They allow you to uh, add your proficiency bonus um, to uh, to your uh, sleight of hand check. In other words, your uh, if your sleight of hand is what actually is your sleight of hand skill? Plus six. Plus six. It allows you to add. You, yeah, with the with the uh, with the fact that you you've got expertise with your ah. uh, skills, it allows you to right. put another two on top of that. Oh, sweet. All right. So so this ain't going to be a big challenge because you got to beat a fifteen. And you can try as many times as you want. Well, then why am I even? Do you want me to still roll? Well, let's see what let's see what happens. Okay. We'll see how long we have to wait before this door gets opened. We'll be waiting for a while because I just rolled a natural <laughs> one. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. It, 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 it. I you, broke my goddamn tool off in the. I wasn't gonna say it. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say that next shopping trip, which you hate, you're going to have to find somebody that sells illegal lockpicking. Oh, good God. And, of course, there is no justice in the universe, because what is the very next thing I roll? A nat 20. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. That is so sad. Okay. Well, I'm glad you described what happened, because I wasn't going to say that you broke the thing off. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the skill challenge on getting this door open, um, has gone up now. You're gonna have to get 20 at least. Well, I just rolled a natural 20, so. I was assuming that was for the next roll, the next attempt. Okay. Um. Get, being pissed off that you've ruined a full set of tools. Do yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you improvise with what remains of the kit and, uh, actually manage to get the broken piece out and, uh, Another improper pick on this particular kind of lock, but because of your skill, you actually managed to get it open with a 20. With a nat 20, absolutely. Click. Door swings open. Revealing a hallway. Um, only one direction to turn in, and that's to, uh, that's diagonally to your guy's left. And at the end of that hallway is a door with no window in it. Okay. You mean to take point here, unless someone has another idea. I'll uh, move cautiously. Bone seal with me. Keep your eye out for traps. Bone seal. My God, he's gone. <laughs> 
Sorry, I'm maintaining my I'm, I'm maintaining my character sheet, and I'm I'm. There, there you go. No worries. There they are. Thieves tools. <laughs> replacing. Okay. All right, let's go, Roga. Let's see what we can see. See. Advancing cautiously, the other side of the door. Advancing cautiously, uh, with, uh, sounds like Bone Seal's also keeping his eye out yes. toward that door. Mm hmm. The door has no window in it, so we can't see inside. This Wait. one, this one does not, no. Oh, let's try opening it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, I'll try that first. Hmm. Step back just in case. Uh, you find that uh, this door easily uh, it was, is not unlocked and easily swings in towards you guys. See, that's not so hard. Revealing a lit chamber on the other side. Oh. Okay, a lit chamber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just That very first syllable came out, lich, and I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing, my friend. <laughs> no. Revealing a lich that goes, oh, you're also dead. <laughs> a lich chamber is in a chamber full of them. <laughs> that's right. Oh, no. But anyway, what's in the chamber? And they all have bows that shoot trolls. You told us this was an adventure for characters level one to three. <laughs> they have bows that shoot trolls. That I would love to see. The guy knocks a troll and shoots it across their... Yeah. Inside the inside the chamber, which is roughly uh, probably about I don't know uh, twenty by twenty, it's reasonably reasonably large. Uh, uh, you see a, a bed, a series of tables, workbenches, a couple of torches on the walls that seem to be as magically lit as the ones below, and uh, sitting at one of the tables at a small stool with his back to you is a figure, in uh, in in dress. Uh, it, it, uh, almost identical, if not completely identical to Bone Steel's. <laughs> uh, the figure doesn't turn around. You just hear a voice says, you can, you can just put the tray down. I've almost got this one done. I've been working on it for hours. Uh, surely you can do faster than that. As soon as Crowthu speaks, uh, the figure whips around and you see, uh, Within the hood, the face of a young man. Mm. Surprised, shocked, and, uh, and amazed, who stands up quickly from the table, looks at the, the whole group of you, uh, his eyes landing on bone steel, mm. and he just says, Oh! Oh, did you win the contest too? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> <laughs> if I if there were proper rules in D and D, I would just clock him and send him to the floor, right? Just like, yeah, nothing says you can't. If you win this There's contest, nothing in the rules that tells you you can't do that. What no, do you want to do? A knockout blow. I wanted to be like, did you win the contest too? Slap across the go right ahead and make an attack roll if you want. Oh no, Bone Steel, my. My master always said that imitation was the greatest form of of 
of flattery. Yes, and I am flattering him right now to the ground. (laughs) And the best way to learn combat moves. He can't get much flatter. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Ten plus, I don't know what. Ten is what Mm. I rolled. Ten. Ten plus your attack bonus of six uh, gives you a sixteen. That uh, that that actually exceeds his armor class. Uh, you managed to punch this kid dead in the face. <laughs> so go ahead and roll a d4 and add your strength modifier. <laughs> Two. Plus my strength modifier. That, that'd that be a plus one, I think, unless I didn't keep up to it. No, it looks like plus one. Two. So uh, you do three points of damage on this kid. Mm. Oh. What <laughs> you do that for? Because you are a git and a prat. Is this the kid that we were that we came here for? I'm assuming well, so. He's dressed to look like me. Because he was... You were a player. Wasn't it that one guy's protege, though? Are you saying this out loud to the rest of the party, or are you asking the DM? Well, that part, I, I'm asking the uh, DM, yes. Uh, you don't know. You haven't asked him anything or talked yeah, to him at all. Just, uh, yeah, I thought you were just... Oh, I just walked up and bashed him in the face. I yes. thought we had met, the, met them before. No, we've never seen this guy. Okay. You, rec- you maybe may vaguely recognize the shape of a of a of a of a teenager that you saw once during a blizzard on the road. Yeah. Okay. On Steel, God's toasting, you, it yeah. could be the kid. Moonsteel, what are you doing? Stepping up to interpose myself. I'm. I. I yeah. Somebody, somebody, grab that guy. He's crazy. I didn't do anything to him. He didn't You're even drop it. impersonating me! Or Tellerak? How'd you know my name was Tellerak? The Tellerak. If I'm to rescue you. I guess I am. Uh, Do not res- resist. Rescue me? What are you talking about? I want a contest. I'm going to get a lot of money if I convince those guys. That's why I've been working on these lockboxes. They're going That's- to execute you. And he yes. drops he drops a lockpick tool that he had in his hand, and you see behind him on the table is one of many, many different little lockboxes that he's been practicing trying to open for however long he's been here. I take the lockpick and, and uh, surreptitiously just replace it in the thieves' tools. <laughs> nice. Who's going to execute? I'm supposed to get a lot of money. They told me I was a spitting, spitting mirror of a guy who was, who was a, who, that I had to be, I had to, be, uh, that I would, if I would win a lot of money if I could convince a bunch of guys from this town that I was, mm-hmm. uh, uh Steel. I remember the name. My name is Bone Steel. I am I wanna- a thief. A lot of people of the town, like, say, the city guard. Who's the city? Well, what about the city guard? I'm sorry. Oh, for God's With, sake. They kind of take a tip out. Huh? What? You're, you're being set up. We're here to get you out of, out, out of here. 
Do not I'm, resist. This man definitely put the dupe in duplicate. We've we've talked to fill in the name of the guy because I don't remember it because it's been ages. Oh, uh, 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 Nilu. Yes. Nilu. I hope it's Nilu, otherwise I'm going to be real embarrassed. It is now. <laughs> Nilu, wait a minute. Nilu. <laughs> Nilu of the Bright Plains. We've talked to, uh, to, uh, yes. Nilu, there he is. To Nilu at the, uh. Nilu! Has, when did you talk to him? Is he alright? I was going to use the money. I was going to use the money. I was going to help help make him well. He needed medicine. He was at that monk place. He's he's still there. He's grumpy. Oh, good. That means he must be feeling better. <laughs> well, good. We can use the money for something else. He always likes gambling and whoring and stuff like that. He's been teaching me all kinds of stuff. Mm. And bon- and bounty hunting. My dad put me uh, but it was said I could bounty hunt. Well, first we need to get you out of here. Well, who's going to... There's no money then? I'm not going to win any... Con- no, there's contest. no money! Hmm. There's no money, although there may be by the end of this whole or- ordeal, there may be, but we'll... We've got to get you out of here. Oh, shit. I haven't had... Happens to the best of us. Don't worry about it, kid. Let's let's, let's get out of here. Okay. okay well, so at least I got up. some cool clothes out of it. I think start. our I, I think our mutual friend Bone Steel will agree with that. He has very good fashion sense. Yes. Yes, I, I agree absolutely. That's one thing. I yes. All right. So, uh, detail, uh, further details of, of of this room. Are there other entrances, or is this the only way out? Uh, the, uh, you note that, um, aside from uh, a small little alcove with a curtain that could be drawn in front of it, which is actually just a midden, uh, with a tiny stone circular <laughs> hole in it. Um, no, this is it. It's a, it's a, it's a dead end chamber. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming we're not expected to get out that way, so. I'm going to start moving back the way we came, keeping an eye out. Yeah. Well, every 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 time somebody... I thought you were uh, one of the guys that brings me uh, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I, I got... They they let the trays, the, the, the plates and stuff, they, they don't care. So, so I got them all piled over against the side there. I thought somebody could take that away, but no, they just keep bringing more of the... More of them. They don't clean up anything. I guess I'm supposed to clean up. Anyway, um, they always came down that hallway. You guys came down. All right. So I guess it's back out to the shaft and try to get ourselves up that 20-foot wall. Mm-hmm. We still have rope, right? I think... Because uh, th- um... we left the one bit down there because I don't think we ever... I <laughs> we didn't untie it. It's probably ground cool. to hemp splinters by now. But uh, um, Bone Steel has the boots of climbing, and I think he just had a BRB. Uh, just, I'm, I think I am not going. I'm not actually wearing the amulet. I have it in my pocket. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think that's a very good. I think that's a very good. Because uh, I've been thinking about how we haven't. They haven't apparently been any use to us, so I want to make sure they're not like amulets of control of some sort. 
Uh, Argante uh, takes, uh, if you're willing to wait, there's actually no noise or any particular imminent danger here, just this mm, tragically stupid kid. Uh, she takes uh, about ten minutes to cast uh, Detect Magic using a ritual so she doesn't lose a spell slot, and there is n- there is a slight glow around the amulet, nothing particularly powerful, but uh, 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 both amulets, actually. Um, but she can't determine, actually, what it, what all it was that they ever were supposed to do. Probably turn you into a scorpion. <laughs> Boy, that'd be cruel. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a good way to give the DM awful ideas. But, oh, good going! <laughs> okay, so we were, we were just at a point where, uh, it, you discovered that the only way out, uh, out is the way you came in, and, uh, you're, uh, while that platform is, uh, only about 20 feet below the is only about 20 feet below the uh, dining room that it descended from. Uh, I know the solution. Boomsteel, you have those boots of climbing. Right, Hush. What about the rest of you? Oh, it was on me. (laughs) What about the rest? If they'll fit. (coughs) They're not exactly my size, friend. Enlarge but, them so that they fit on me, and then make me tall enough that I could step up. It's not that fine, too. And then I, I don't climb. have the wand anymore. We put the wands in the in the. We put the wands in the in the thingies there. Holes. You just shoot all my ideas. Mm. I don't know if I want to risk removing them. Assuming we even could. Well, if you've got a better use for those boots of climbing, then I'd like to hear it. Mm-hmm. What, 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 I think I missed half of that. And even if you could enlarge them, it's not like I have a way of telling it, only enlarge it this much and then stop. Actually, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> else we wouldn't have been in that predicament we were just, we just got ourselves mostly out of. I think one of the original questions that I heard, uh, earliest was, uh, does anybody have any rope? Yes. And, 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 uh, Rogar is just fixated on these boots of climbing for some reason and like getting huge and was mm-hmm. like, well, if you've got a better idea, then I'd like to hear it. <laughs> yes. Does anyone have any rope? Well, the, the kid, uh, the kid goes, uh, back, uh, goes to one of the benches and picks up his, uh, backpack and, uh, there's, uh, uh a bedroll and a, Heavy cloak, uh, for a lined cloak that's wrapped around the whole thing. I got some. I know I got some. I was always supposed to have some. Rummages through his crap and, and produces 50 feet of hemp rope. Ah, good. Thank you. All right. Now we need some way to get someone there. Hmm. If only someone could climb up the wall. Well, I know, I right? Oh, for the love of God! <laughs> okay, let's see. Have we? Am I wearing the climb? I must be wearing the boots of climbing at this point because, yeah, yeah, that essentially is how you discovered that uh, one foot shaft, uh, one right. foot tunnel in the elevator okay. shaft. Well, I will take the rope and climb up the wall. <laughs> okay, okay. Lickety splickety split. What? 
I suppose that works as well. <clears throat> okay. Within the within the dining room itself, uh, the only thing you find that you could possibly tie the end off to is maybe a couple of the torch sconces, but uh, they seem to be a little bit suspect. But uh, going up the ramp that led down into this room, you uh, with a little bit of fiddling, you discover that the 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 steel gate that was set aside, um, if, if you position it right at an angle, it's not going to it's not going to um, collapse through the opening, and you could actually tie the rope to that. Okay. This I now do. Mm-hmm. And uh, without rolling acrobatics checks, just to be a dick, um, I'm not going to do that. You guys all managed to uh, climb up the remaining 20 feet. Oh, good. Um, and out of uh, the dining hall. And into the uh, open air grounds of the uh, the um, Quincunx Mansion of Lord Hospinger. What you have rescued. Oh, oh well. it's probably getting up. It's probably getting close to. Uh, well, hell no! You had a full night's sleep. You defeated the thing. It's about an probably, hour. It's probably about noon. Okay. Good probably daytime. About Twelve noon daytime in broad daylight. Uh, you have rescued Telerac. Yay. From imprisonment, and uh, and um, uh, that that was the uh, that was actually the um, mile marker or uh, achievement uh, point at which you were to turn level five. Awesome! Yay! This was a fun I'm, adventure, man. Yeah. I'm sorry it took so long for you to guys to get there, but your level five characters next time we meet. And you'll be uh, in the open air grounds of uh, Lord Hospinger in uh, a politically backward and corrupt town with a thieves guild and an assassins guild and a stupid kid that thought he was going to get a lot of money for portraying Bone Steel when, in fact, yes, they were going to cut his head off. Yeah. And okay. that's where we'll take it up next time we All get right. back into D&D. Okay. Okay, the, the monks said at least are, are going to do really good here because we, we, our um, proficiency bonus goes up, our martial arts attacks go to D6, and yeah. we get extra attack and stunning strike. Huh? Oh, shit, this stunning strike. <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah. powerful enough already. <laughs> yeah, like I said, monks are largely regarded, especially the half-orc monk, largely regarded as the correct way to play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, the correct way to be... They do get a constitution save. Yeah, they at least get half a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you very much, folks. Yes. That sounded like I said that was a fun. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. that was a fun. I am human talk. Good. We'll have another fun next time, whether it's D and D or something else. We uh, pull out of that. Yep. Pull out of that. Okay. Okay. I need to see what the rogues' benefits are at level five. Um, I'll have to find that. Find my book. So he gets a wooden duck. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Here, let me sip ahead here. Oh, I can look it up. Finely carved. <laughs> All right, gentle folk. I'm Ooh. going to Vamoose. And I didn't you kill our god. Thank All you. All right. Uh, proficiency bonus goes up by one. Sneak attack is 3d6, and you get uncanny dodge. 
Cool. All right. Like, very cool. And that, Uncanny oh. Dodge, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. All right. Awesome. All right, Trilobite, stay well, stay warm, stay yes, safe. Definitely. And uh, and um, th- that, of course, for uh, for all, for all of you, everyone. Uh, thank you again awesome. very much. Yes. What are we looking at? Uh, Twenty. What's after? What is it? Uh, let's see. Today's twenty second. Oh, the fifth of June. Yep. Okay. All right. We'll aim for June fifth to get together again. Uh, uh, it, if I don't heal or otherwise, I'll try and have something prepared for D&D. Otherwise, uh, we want to pull a different game out of the hat. If somebody wants uh, to run something, as usual, just email. I think we want to at least finish the uh, Lord Hospinger thing before we yeah. do something like yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Because Lord Hospinger needs to die. Oh, yeah, you got a score to settle with uh, that scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> and you're stronger now to do it. Yes. All right. All right, excellent. Okay, everybody, uh, everybody take care. Have an excellent two weeks, and, uh, I'll see you in two weeks. Alright. You as well, okay. sir. Alright, take care, folks. Good night, Derek. Take care, everybody. Good night. Bye bye.